Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to episode 54 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is the 26th of July and I'm Nick, your host, also known as Extreme PC UK on Steam. Today joining us on the show is... Hi, I'm Jansen and on Steam I'm Jay himself. Hello, I'm Trev and on Steam I am Trainspotting Trev. Hi, I'm Soups and on Steam I am Super Ian. Hi, I'm Shao and on Steam I am Shellbug. Welcome back, Shellbug. Hi, it's been a while. She's been missing for the last couple of months, people, because she's been moving house and doing lots of other things. She's been very busy, and you even got married. Again. Again. That sounds (laughs) really bad. (laughs) I like the way she put to the same guy. (laughs) Yeah, I had to. It was was... our English version of the wedding, so we've been very, very busy the last few months. So her partner, Joe is in America. She's from England. They had a wedding there, and now they had a wedding here. Don't worry, she doesn't go around marrying loads of people. <laughs> we don't think, anyway. Not yet. <laughs> right. If you've got any questions, please send them into contact at extremepcuk.co.uk. Join our Steam group, Instagram, Facebook, and more than anything, join our Discord. Like as usual, we're getting loads and loads of stuff on Discord, lots of people joining. We're getting loads of questions. We've got like five really big questions on this month's show, so it's going to be quite a big section at the end. For Twitch, we've got some big news about Twitch. I'd like to say thank you for all the people that have subbed to our Twitch, and that is Irish Guardian 1. Super Ian 1, No Cash 1, Trainspotting Trev 12. Big, the big 12 from you there, Trev. Oh, yeah. Cheers, nice. dude. Cheers, dude. Appreciate that. And Happy insane. Anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary. What did I win? What did I win? What'd you win? You win me yeah. for a weekend. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and insane <laughs> 1, free uh, subs. So, yeah, thanks a lot for that, people. That's much appreciated. Stream's going really, really well. And that takes me on to say some new news we got. We're going to be actually starting up a new stream community. It will be part of the Discord and the podcast and everything like that. And it will be called Extreme PC UK Stream Team. And what we do is anyone that's accepted into the team and anyone's welcome to join us. And it will be basically we will host Raid and we'll all work together as a big community. Whoever's in that team will share followers. So if any out there are actual streamers or looking to get into streaming or have been streaming and you're really big and you like the podcast, feel free to just come on our Discord, put a message in there about that you're a streamer and you're interested in joining us. And what we'll do is we'll be putting on our proper website a bit about you, a bit about what you do, what you're trying to achieve in your stream. And basically, it's going to be a close-knit of people which help each other out. And that includes like building streams, setting up uh, graphics and stuff like that, helping set up all your stream and your profiles and all your settings. It will be a really, really good thing for all of us to come together and just work together. And that leads me on to say, Soups, he's the first one that's joined up. Tell me what you think, Soups. Yeah, it's great. So I started um, started streaming earlier this week. Uh, so I've only done two streams so far. So my name on Twitch is just underscore Soups. And I think you can find me by typing in just yeah. space Soups as well. Yeah, you just come up at the top of the list anyway when you type in just Soups. Yeah, and and my icon is like a... Uh, it's like a red circle with like a demon face inside it. So feel free to jump on. Give me a follow. I'd really appreciate that. I'm trying to get to affiliate level. Which is 50 um, followers you need for that. Which is 50 followers. So I'm on 13 at the moment. So still still yeah. a ways to go. But uh, but it's like but yeah. for any of you out there listening, 
he's brand new to it. He's done it twice, and you know he's got into it. And I sort of said about the buzz you get when you're streaming and you're getting people coming talking to you in the community. And since you've been started streaming, it's only been a couple of days, but we've literally all come together on your stream. Everybody's chatting, and it's just, it's a, just a well nice vibe to have the crew there all the time, ain't it, with you when you're playing your games? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice when you get feedback uh, when you're playing as well. So yeah. um, I always have the chat on the side, so as soon as anyone posts something, I respond to it straight away. And it, it's quite nice because I was on Conan Exiles last night and um, one of the guys in the chat was sort of building my character for me and sort of naming them and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's good. I like to try and keep it interactive. So yeah. definitely jump in and join, join in and get in the chat and follow if you uh, if you want to help me out. If you see uh, Soups' stream as well, you'll notice the graphics on there are really, really good. He's got his own design of his own little monster and everything. Really, really done well. And, and Jansen actually helps out with doing all the graphics. He's a pro, and, I mean, he knocks up some serious, serious graphics. So even if you want to get in, join us, you know, we'll all help you out. And, uh, yeah, it'd be good just to get a crew of us together and have us all help each other out. Looking forward to it. So, uh, yeah, and, and hopefully, Shell, you'll be back on at some point, won't you? I hope so. Yeah, once we... I'm still unpacking everything at the moment, but once we got our stream room set up, we should be able to dedicate some more time towards it. So, looking yeah. forward to getting back to it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really, really good. Yeah. Right. I'm that... joining you next week as well, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're going to be on as well, isn't it? Well, I'm setting you up yeah. as well. So, that's, that's, yeah. that's going to be good, man. There's going to be at least four or five of us already to start with, which will be there for each other, holding hands. It'll be good, it'll be good. You're all welcome. Don't cross the streams. Don't cross the streams, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Right, next up, what I'd like to say is we haven't got any iTunes reviews this month, but uh, I'm sure we'll get some next time. Um, I think there's something going a bit bit iffy with the reviews at the moment because I've changed the way the podcast works and the way I'm receiving them. So, like I said before, I'll I'll keep my eye on that. And if you have sent us a review from a different country... Uh, it might be quite hard for us to see it, but they will pop up eventually, so just bear with us. And that takes us on to the news. First off, I'd like to say, you mentioned Soup just now, Conan Exiles, and I noticed that you were streaming it yesterday. I thought this was the same Conan as the one years ago on the Xbox. I never even realised it was uh, a brand new game and it was all open world and that. And then I happened to look at you designing your character on stream, like there was a woman, wasn't there? And you was like changing all of her face, and it was really, really like graphic. Like details were amazing, and it it pretty much intrigued me to think, hmm, because I love open world games. Can you tell me more about it? Yeah, it's um, I've only played it for two and a half hours so far, but it it looks oh, really? very much and plays very much like Ark. Yeah, so I started it last night. So you got dinosaurs. There's no dinosaurs, but oh, right. I think there is giant creatures, you know, from like ancient mythology and stuff like that. So the Hydra and yeah, some giants and stuff I, like that. I did jump onto your stream for a little while and I was reading the chat and that. And there was a, there was someone on there you was chatting to and they was talking uh, about it would be such a good game as a community because you can team up and faction up and stuff. Yeah, I had there was one there was one person in particular that was really helpful as well as Trev obviously who was giving me a lot of advice on how to play and um sis, sort of sis. sis. yeah uh, really helpful got got a uh, a bit of um idea on how it how it works and like building some of the uh the buildings crafting elements survival elements so do you think it'd be was... something good for us all to like get in together with 
And just so I think can... so. I'm not sure what the what the end game is. Like I say, it's very much like Ark. So if you like that kind of survival open world game, you'll yeah. probably like it. The graphics are fantastic. Yeah, we had an Ark um, server running for ages, and everyone hmm. loved it. There was loads of us in it. I think Trev, you just got on just as we left, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then they are some, and they are similar to add to that, by the way. However, there isn't an end game because it's a survival game. But there is a lot more things to be done in it. It is very similar to Ark. It's very similar to Rust. But yeah. there'll be missions you can go on, like bad guys you can take out, a bit like Ark in that respect. Bosses you can take on, as well as other players and tribes and stuff. So there is a lot. And I'll play that a couple hours as well. I'm looking forward to several of us playing it, hopefully. Yeah, the, the only reason, well, the main reason why I got it, I always like the look of it, but it came up on the Humble Monthly um, pre, pre-purchase. Yeah. So, um, as well as a couple of other games, so there was a Hat in Time and Escapist Two and Conan Exiles, and for like, I think it's ten pounds or fifteen dollars, um, you effectively get all those games as well as any extras they throw in at the end of the. Uh, Do you know what date that's month. till? Um, uh, it's another eight days or so, give or take a day. Don't quote me, guys, and then you're you're locked out of that. Yeah, uh, so if if top tier yeah. game. So if you was listening to the podcast after the fourth, it'll probably be gone by then. So I, yeah, I'm but if you get sure. it early, you should be alright. Yeah, I think you still got a. I think you still got a while because generally what they do is they put it they put it up to view, and then you can sort of pay early and get them. Yeah. Alternatively, just before I think it's like a week or so, just before it actually gets shown, they will then take the money out. If you're already a, a member, so if you're already subscribed, they'll take the money out. Um, yeah. So there's effectively a whole month from when they, from when it pops up to when it actually. Yeah, because I've got a feeling like I, I did watch you on your stream and like I didn't expect to see what I saw and I actually thought, hold on a minute, this does actually look like a game that'd be right up my street. So uh, I'm very tempted to get into Conan Exiles now, just to, just to see around like Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. I think okay. so. Not, I don't know if it's like the same kind of law or anything, but like there was right, right at the very beginning, yeah. Ooh, the some combat. massive guy sort of gets you off a cross, and he's probably Conan. <laughs> I don't know, maybe <laughs> some massive, massive chap that then just walks off into a sandstorm. <laughs> I used to love the original Conan. Did you look like it, or did you think it was a bit corny? Uh, I liked it. Arnie's one's the best, man. I'm yeah, I used to always yeah. watch it, man. I used to love it. To be fair, I can't remember it though, so I might have to get that back out and watch it with my kids. I used to always think Conan the Barbarian was part of that game you could get on your Amstrad, which was uh, just called Barbarian, and it was just two guys with swords. Do you remember that? A red one and a blue one, and they'd just come out of the screen and you'd have to try and swing your sword at them. Oh, you're no. showing your age, mate. No. No? I remember that. Oh, man, that's, a, like, that's like a classic game. It was called Barbarian. And it had some, I remember it had some funky music on it. But back then, you can always remember the music because it was like the 8-bit music, wasn't it? Yeah. But well, yeah. I never had an Amstrad, so... It was on Amstrad, it was on Commodore, it was on all the old ones. It might have even Spectrum. been on the Amiga, I think. Spectrum. It was, it was an old school. I can't remember exactly which date it was. But look, people, if any of you out there know what I'm talking about, send us a message on Discord because these lot think I'm making it up, I think. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you just keep making up these random old games. They're not real. <laughs> 
he couldn't afford games, so he just used to make them up in Yeah, that's what it was. I was sitting in the corner of the room facing the corner, and I was just imagining games that I was Conan the Barbarian, and I was chopping. That was it. I can, I can tell you now, you just you triggered my mind then. I don't know how weird that was, but you used to do a move, and you chop the guy's head off, and it would fall on the floor. And it'd be like a spin round move and he'd chop the guy's head off. I'm sure there's people that listen and they will know what I'm talking about. I promise you. Because that game, I used to, I used to like, always want to get further and further in it. And it was like, I think you just went up levels where a different colour guy would come out. He'd like, be like a green guy, in a, like the same barbarian with blonde hair in a green outfit. And it'd be in a blue outfit. And that would all be the change. Well, but, um, Commodore. It's yeah. usually just like a, a, a blonde head, for square, like a blonde square head. <laughs> The thing is, that's the funny thing about the it. Graphics are shocking. They yeah. look like Lego characters. Yeah, but the thing <laughs> yeah. is, thinking back, in my it's like Golden Axe. I used to love Golden Axe, yeah. And in my head, it looks really good graphics and it looks really nice. But then if I was to play it, I'd be like, man, this this is this is proper blocky. That's just the way it goes, I suppose. Yeah, that's probably right. why I don't go for like the you know when old games come back out and they get re-released. Yeah. You go, oh, that's amazing. Try it, and you're like, oh no. But it's, it's like a lot of the, my memory. A lot of the old games though now, like you obviously run through emulators and that, you can go onto the emulators and you can actually make the graphics all smooth and that and, and put AA on and stuff like that and it brings the graphics all smooth again so you can play like your old games but in smoothness. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and and it's it's because the other problem you've got is when you went from a screen like a is it it's a CRT monitor in it, Jance? Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day to the pixels on your monitor now that game if you think about it what would it would now be like three inches in the corner of your screen that would have been the pixel size and that's stretched into your like ultra wide screen so it's even bigger pixels you need to have all that stuff on there just to make it look a bit normal yeah you wouldn't be able to make out what any of the sprites were yeah it's, it, it would be hard but I, I still played some of them sometimes Oh, they, they still keep coming out of like these 8-bit games, don't they? And to yeah. be fair, they're pretty cool. You know, there's a Very lot of 8-bit games, yeah, that I yeah. quite like. Yeah, the whole pixel art thing is big at the moment, but yeah. when they when they do it from scratch, they do it like with a high-quality rendering. Yeah. yeah. So it, when you get an old-school game, you're just looking at large pixels, but the new stuff actually looks nice in 4K, even though it's kind of like low pixel effect yeah because you could you imagine your 4k 4k screen and you've got your commodore screen <laughs> resolution on that screen it'd be a little tiny square in the corner yeah anyway conan exiles definitely something i'm interested in if anyone's interested in it just just hit us up on the discord and uh yeah we'll try and sort it out so we can all start together that'd be pretty cool i'm, I'm up for that next bit of news which i haven't got and into. and it's got a schlong a schlong slider as well <laughs> I couldn't get that <laughs> A schlong slider. A schlong slider, yeah. A slider. <laughs> has it really got one of them? It has. Oh, yeah, so it's yeah. not like, it's not like um, Rust then, and where it's, it's no. apparently by the size of your game library. You and, get to adjust it, many things in that game. Yeah. Sounds like she's had experience there. <laughs> but the women, the women in it have, like, hairy armpits. Yeah. Which you can't. You can't. You can't do anything about that. He Later sounds, on you'll have to have he sounds like that's really. He sounds like that's really put him off the game. He's like, oh, I just don't know anymore. <laughs> the game's all good until now, that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, my other bit of news is uh, GTA 5, which we did try and get back into, 
their new nightclub DLC. Well, it's not really DLC, is it? Because it's free. I'd call it a DLC. It's new stuff they're adding to the game. Yeah, but it's just like they with them. It's just it's a constant flow of new stuff, isn't it, all the time? But mm-hmm. but yeah, they've added new this game m- mode. I don't know a lot about it to be fair. I I just saw it advertised and I was like, man, get your own nightclub. And I thought that that looks really cool. We actually had a massive crew of about 15 to 20 people playing GTA all the time. Then it it sort of faded out because of the loading times. Everyone got the ump of it. And we actually went back to play it to warm up before we started playing this nightclub uh, version. And man, it, it just took us ages. It's like the more they put in there, the longer it takes. And I, I remember me and Soups, we were sitting at the computer. I think it was about 15 minutes, Soups, wasn't it? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, the, and, the most and, then it, and then it crashed. Is, yeah, you, could, <laughs> you, you wait for it to load, and then it says, nah, the, the game's been disconnected. And you have to wait for it to load back into the previous game you were in before. Yeah, we'd done a heist. Yeah. We'd, we'd done the, um, the Doomsday heist. We'd done the first two missions, and then it crashed in that as well, and we got kicked out. And then we had to do it again. I was like, oh, man, I can't be bothered with this. But... The thing is, that game would be such a good game if the loading times were just sorted out. I'm amazed that they haven't fixed that, you know. Maybe it's Everything about that game is, is amazing, apart from the loading you times. You know, if it. the core game's built around something that they can't really change or increase at the moment. But then you've got to understand, the amount of playability in that game with the different amount of stuff you can do, just the amount in there is amazing. So that's probably why it takes so long. As well, probably the amount of people that are getting on that server at the same time yeah. as well. Yeah, I think there's so about 30 people be, in there. It must be a widespread problem. Have they ever thought about addressing it or said they're ever going to fix it? I, I reckon they're going to leave it till the next GTA comes out and then they'll fix it on that one. It's too far gone. I hope so. I was saying the other day, could you imagine, because there's rumours of GTA 6, and could you mm. imagine the graphics on GTA 6, what it's going to be like? Oh, so excited. It's going to be mad, you know, and mm-hmm. it'll come out with, like, all new GPUs and stuff like that. But, yeah, it, it will be really, really good to get into that if we can. What, what do you think they'd do about GTA Online, though? Because they've got such a massive community. They're making, they're basically printing money. And yeah. um, if they bring out a new game with a new online, they're almost just going to throw away. I think they'll going for a while. To be fair. If they bring out a GTA 6, how many people do you know that won't buy it straight away? We would all buy it, even if it was 60, every, 70 quid. Yeah, pretty much everyone that has five will probably buy six. And just jump straight out. over. Yeah. Yeah, but if they do the online, is what I'm saying is is Rockstar will suddenly have this massive sort of online community that is bringing them loads of money that might just then vanish and move on to another nah, game. Yeah, I couldn't see that happening. Because it would just bring more money in from the newer one. The thing is, if they do do a six, their biggest issue they've got a like counter will be the online and the way it loads you up and loads you in. So I would think, I'd hope anyway, that they would work that out before they even start building the game. How are the cores going to work? And then I hope that you'd load up and that would be the first thing. Like Maybe if they make the game smaller, like quarter map size, but they made it so efficient that it was instant. You know, no loading times. That would be something I think would change the whole way of it working. It's all about yeah. compromise at the end of the day, isn't it? And at the moment, there's, it's so big that it's 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 just massive. Well, they could release GTA 6 without an online feature initially. No, I don't think they'd do That's that. That's what they did with GTA 5, though, wasn't it? It didn't have online, and then the online came out loads later. 
I think you have loads of people though who saved up and grinded and grinded and have millions and millions that won't jump over straight away. You know what they do? They would do a conversion. Oh, so do you think? yeah, there'd be something like if you've got this much millions in your bank, we will convert you to this much in the starting game. Like you might get ten percent of it or something, so that you're not because they won't allow someone to jump into the game where they're starting with everything. Because yeah, that, no, that would be rubbish. people just get the ump with that. It'd just be like Battlefield all over again when people are buying their way to, into the winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm well excited. To, it's all rumours at the moment. Anyway, it's not it's not actually 100%, is it? It's just, it's like Facebook, ain't it? You just see all that crap on there and it's just never true. And you see it and you think, ah. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Definitely something to look out for, though, just in case. Yeah, GTA 6 will be good. But we will be playing GTA 5 if people are involved. But we'll probably be doing it as a gaming night. So you'll see in our Discord maybe on a Thursday or a Wednesday, saying Friday night or Saturday night, we'll all be on at 8 o'clock, um, and then we'll get into a gaming night. And that seems to work really well with, with the crew and, and all the listeners. So, yeah, GTA 5. And that's that's pretty much my news for this month. Jansen, you got no news? No news this month. What a guess. Trev, you got news? <laughs> Just a little bit, and it's, it's kind of old yet. Yeah. New news at the Sounds same time. Sounds depressing, whatever it is already. Yeah, <laughs> just because I'm kind of gagging on the new graphics GP. card from NVIDIA coming out, and it's it's kind of hanging on and hanging on. Do you um, sure done what I've done? Uh, no, I'm not doing what you do. Can you, no, I'll no, tell you what, no, can no, you do no, one thing no, for me? No, 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 no. Because I, I love it, I love it. Can you explain to the world what you do? What I do for a job? No, what you do with the graphics cards until the new one oh, comes out. Oh. <laughs> Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, that is sneaky. Um, that is well, sneaky. Uh, it's not against any rules, from what I've heard. So I'm Amazon Prime member, along with many other people, and they are really good for returning things, <laughs> uh, including headphones as well that have been in my ears, and they're still accepting them back. But anyway, um, what they're yes. accepting your ears? Yeah, they, they, I'm sending earphones back, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, I'm no joking, problem." You Every now and again, they'll send an email to me going, is everything okay, sir? And I go, it's fine. This is the third graphics card I've returned back after 30 days. And I'm doing that to space myself out to get the new card that most likely the end of August. It's highly looking like it'll be the end of August, probably August 30th, that the Founder Edition will be available because it's what Gamescon's coming up at the end of August. And there's another event the day before or after that. There's a high chance that they're going to release it then like a week yeah, or so. you know what happened don't you Trev we'll have a listener that works, minutes. we'll have a listener that works for Amazon and mm-hmm. you'll get a letter through saying blah 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 you've been sending your graphics cards back and we've caught you out <laughs> <laughs> nah no one knows your real name so you're right it's, it's not against their rules though you're allowed yeah, to do it not, yeah, not yeah that is true rules. but yeah so what he's doing people is he's he thinks he's got about three or four months until the new card comes out and we like I said before I was using a 1050 I gave up and I just went and bought a 1080 Ti again, but uh, a much higher overclocked one, um, like a, a flagship. And I'm like, I'm just going to wait for the 1080 Ti, uh, the, the 1180 Ti, sorry, to come out, and then I'm just going to buy that. But Trev's like, no, I am holding out and I am going to get this new card if it kills me. <laughs> so he's been buying a card, and as that one comes, he sends it back, gets another one, sends it back, gets another one, and so far you've done that for three months. That's that's pretty impressive. And the the next one runs until August the 19th, so I might be without a PC for gaming for about two weeks, but 
I am going to hold out because it won't be it'll probably be the same price as I paid for the TI because the TI is always a bit more than the the card before. So yeah. yeah, you know you know what the speculation is. It's not they're not going to reduce the prices of the the ten series. They're going to just make Increase. the eleven series higher. I said that ages ago. They don't they don't need to reduce because people have waited so long that they will just pay it. It'll be so, more, dude, but it won't be like. Nick was trying to say it was going to be over a grand for that. No, no danger. I'd no, I don't put money no, in that. It'll be about eight hundred quid or something, maybe max. But I'd, I'd pay up to eight hundred for the new card. But I wouldn't go kind of any more than that. Are you just going to get the founders edition? Yeah, yeah. Right. and 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 do I know something? I had the EVGA card at the moment, the ten eighty Ti, and that's partner card. But the card I had before was uh, the Asus branded founder edition. And I actually get higher frames there. Yeah, it's a little bit noisier, but it's, I prefer the blower design. The hot air comes out the back. It's a little bit noisier, but I had have headphones on with a game. And I actually, you get more bang for your buck straight off. That one wasn't a Founders Edition, though. It was the Asus. It was just an Asus uh, branding on it, mate. It was a Founder Edition. I thought they always come the same. No, they're, they're they're allowed to put their own branding on. Really? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Same, same. Uh, what what they done was they changed the shroud ever so slightly. Yeah. But it's it's a blower edition. Yeah, but your shroud was totally different. It was still a blower, but it was completely square, and it had all Asus all over it. When you get your next card, it won't have none of that. It's just going to be a standard card, the same as all the basics. No, they weren't ident- They weren't identical. No, no, true. Yeah. They were similar, but yeah, I'll I'll get that, and they'll sell it probably within minutes. So I need to be. On the ball, and then I'll send that one back, of course, and then... Uh, yeah, I think, do you know what? I, I thought about it, and I just thought, I'm going to be keeping this monitor for a good five years, and I just thought, you know, I could get a second 1080 Ti, have the whole machine water-cooled, make it all look nice, and there's yeah. so much power there, it's not, I'm not going to need any more than that. So, no, and when the, te- when the 1180 comes out, the Ti version, I'll then upgrade everything in one go, so, you know... Yeah, that's wise. Well, you know, you know why they've taken so long to to release this card because they don't need a, to release it. A, yeah, exactly. A, the competition's crap. They own seventy five percent of it, mine. and they don't need. Uh, yeah, the Bitcoin. Mine. Plus, they've got a, a hell of a lot of stock at the moment. So, if they 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 were telling people at Jay's two cents that, uh, yeah, we, we can promise you there's nothing coming anytime soon, and yeah. it was a it was a, it was a lie. So that people would go, oh, screw it, let's go out and get the ten eighty ti. Let's. I don't know anyone that would have done that. But people would, people have done it, man, because they, they <laughs> don't want to wait I for months it. and months. I did it. <laughs> yeah, you had no patience, man. Yeah, I couldn't wait. I, I couldn't that. do it. The ten fifty was just. I couldn't play any of my games properly. I <laughs> didn't blame you for doing that, man. But I, I had the patience for it because I. It's going to be another thirty thirty odd percent. So. I no. Nah, twenty percent. Twenty percent. No, it's not. Over the it's over the ten eighty. That's what the bench yeah. are, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't compare it to the TI. Yeah, they compare it point. to the equivalent. Yeah. Because the TI still... is a big jump up from the so it's not going to be like a massive jump from the ten eighty yeah. TI. No, but it'll be a decent amount, I'd imagine. I'm happy enough with that. Put it this way: I'm going to wait for you to buy it, and then I'm going to get another ten eighty TI, and then we're going to do a. 1080, what's the point of SLI, man? We had this conversation. It's just pointless. It's not it really. really is. You've, you're paying, what, 1,400 quid or something for two cards, argument's sake, yep. and then you get not double the performance. You're lucky if you get you're... one and a half times the performance from some games. Nah, yeah. you get more than that. Some games. You get more than that out of it. The first card, you get just under 50%. Second card, it drops down, and then it drops down to a third each. 
I'd say. Mm. And not every game's optimised for it as well. So some but games you've got to remember are... what I'm doing it though for. I'm only doing it for one reason, Trevor, and that's to beat the new card, which I'll do. Well, I'd be curious. I would be curious to see that, man. I would, generally. No, I'm not joking. I probably wouldn't. That. I'm too tight to buy a second one. <laughs> have you ever done SLA? Uh, have you, you done SLA yeah, yeah, yeah. here, actually? With my AMD cards, which was a long time ago now, I had two R9... AMD cards? Yeah, I had two, two R9-290s. I paid £350 for each card. They were their flagship at the time. They were £350 each. And I paid £100 to put the water block on each one. So I'm looking at what, seven. That's 900 quid. Whoa. And then any indie game that came out or any game that wasn't AAA, uh, I couldn't use two cards. I had to turn one of them off. So I got really, really annoyed. They ran super, super hot. So I had to water cool them because they were running super hot. And the way them cards ran then on EMD was they, they, they would run to 99% or 100% and then they would throttle rather than keep cool and go to their limit they worked the opposite way around so they would always run at the hottest temperature and that it was just a nightmare they guzzled the power man i could hear that the is... computer going i'm melting like For, and what you got out of it as well man. it was good in winter because it was like i had two <laughs> hair dryers here but in summer it's like the noise like when they didn't when they didn't have the water cooling on it i swear to you no lie it was like having two hair dryers it was just like Wah! Uh, and and the drivers used to be terrible. With AMD, you used to have to manually remove them, so you'd have to go into all the different places and delete them, because otherwise you'd try and delete it through their little app thing, and what it would do is it would come up with errors saying certain bits weren't deleted, and it just just a hassle, man. Um, yeah. I've not actually used an AMD card since, just because I was so annoyed with them back then, but since Ryzen and since their new cards have come out, I believe they are really, really good now, and they're very good value for money for the power you get. And they still chew up more power though, more more yeah, juice, yeah. man. But they they generally their download program for all the software is really really good as well now. It's all updates them automatically. It's a bit like uh, Nvidia does. So if you if, dude, if you're not a high end gamer, like you want to do kind of normal kind of normal frames, normal yeah. resolution, they are a good shout. Yep. Yeah. It is budget. So if yeah. I I'd always tell my customers, if you've got the cash, go for Intel and Nvidia. If you want a budget or you don't want to spend that much money, you're just a casual gamer, then just yeah. go for Ryzen and go for uh, an AMD card. I would agree with that. Right, should we carry on? Mm-hmm. Cool. Next up, Soups. What news have you got for us, young man? So, there's a couple of new games coming out in August that I'm looking forward to. So we've got Monster Hunter World coming to PC. On the ninth, I'm quite intrigued by this. Yeah, that's it's, got it's a Nintendo rave game, isn't it? reviews. I think it, it's it's been on the PlayStation and the Xbox. Is it not Nintendo? Game? Uh, the old Monster Hunter games, I think, were Nintendo. I thought they, yeah, I thought they were, but I'm they not, were I'm... Nintendo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I am right. I am right. But this one's meant to be a complete revamp. They've kind of added quite a lot of stuff to it, so. I think people that probably didn't like the previous ones would still... Yeah, am I right in thinking it's like a massive open world? I'm going to say this, but don't laugh at me if I'm totally wrong. Is it like a Pokemon for adults? No, I don't think so. You know what? I would have said that roughly, yeah. Yeah. Have see, you I... played it? I, I, I can, yeah, I can see where, where you're thinking that, Nick, and I probably would say, yeah, it's kind of 
it's got that kind of feel to it. It is. It, in, in I a don't really know. Rough way. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, but from what I've heard through like the grapevine and what I've seen around of it, because I haven't even researched it or nothing, it seems like you go around an open world and you like you hunt monsters to collect. Is that true or not? Well, you collect their body parts, I think, or or like parts of of them to build better weapons and armor. Dare I say? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh really? They've got really... Like if you if you look at the old, let me have a look. If you look at the old games, the graphics are very much like Pokemon. Yeah. That style of graphics, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of open world look to it as well. It's like J JRPG you know if it's some, style. Do you know if it's a multiplayer? Yes, it is. So we can like do co-op and uh, online with all of us. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I was I was waiting for this to come out on. On PC, really. The only thing that worries me is the recommended PC requirements that they've put up there are ridiculously high. For... They can't be that ridiculously high. Good. Yeah. But I they're... think because the graphics on this are like yeah. pretty good and it's all open world. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know. I it's think... a, from our point of view, it's a bit different because obviously we all run high end, top end computers. But, you know, they've got to weigh up the odds with a game like that for sales and if people can't run the game on low settings and normal computers they don't get the sales so to to do that they must be pretty sure that they're going to be appealing to to top end pc users it's hard though because a lot of the people would have been playing this on their like nintendo 3ds's or ds yeah but it's quite a long time ago though wasn't it oh yeah but i'm wondering whether that's the same demographic that is now grown up to be having the high-end gaming pcs yeah we're all the same age group but we're still all as sad (laughs) <laughs> and we just all still fit into the same category, just with better graphics. Oh. <laughs> yes, so basically, I'm looking at their recommended specs here, and they've got an, a GeForce GTX 1060. That's not bad. Which, yeah, wait for it. Is though. that a minimum? This is recommended for 1080p at 30 frames a second. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, And that's when graphics so, are set so to what's high, their... and as we know, high is generally like average. Yeah, so what's the basic, basic spec they've got there, like the lowest? It's a, a 760. Do you reckon that takes it back to 8-pixel graphics, like the originals and that, whatever it is? Yeah, <laughs> and that's with the graphics set to low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's so... something... It's like I don't know anything about the game, to be fair. Uh, I remember hearing about it on the Nintendo, but I thought, I uh, don't really play Nintendo, so it's not something I would have played. And then when I heard, same as everybody else, it was coming to PC... You know, they mm. must have looked into it and thought, hold on, there's a massive market for PC gamers there now. You know, maybe we can pull out of the bag all these people from the originals that now have switched over, you know? Yeah. This was a lot of people's game of the years yeah. last year. Uh, it was right up there um, in, as a contender. So I think on, on PlayStation, crossed, they did a good so... port. Yeah, on, on the consoles, it was, it was like right up there. Uh, with game of the year contender, so I think as long as they do a decent port, which I'm not convinced they're gonna. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't spec. like it when they do that. I like it when they just build it for the PC straight up, and it's because otherwise you, you. It's like when I was playing that game recently. I was playing, uh, the Crew Two, wasn't I? Yeah. And I got right into the Crew Two, and it locks it to 30 or 60 frames, and I'm playing it on ultra wide at 100 frames, and I'm thinking, this this is just annoying. It's locked it at 60 frames, and my computer is well powerful enough to run that over 100, 120. Yeah, and that's not the only thing wrong with that game, though. <laughs> there's a few things with that game, yeah, we will be honest. But uh, to be fair, I do really like the game. I like the gameplay, 
But yeah, I understand that none of the parts are real and they're just numbers. And I also understand that when you get the cinematics, they go pixelated because they're like recorded in 1080. And then when you put it on 4K screen, it goes all blurry until the game plays. But it's, I and think, crash like once every yeah, 20 minutes. But I think they'd done that for space reasons more than anything else. Like put put the effort into the gameplay and don't worry about cutscenes and stuff, you know. But personally, don't have a cutscene then. Just leave it out and let people play the game rather than put all these videos in there trying to make it like Fast and Furious. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, that's yeah. a totally different thing. Back to... So, uh, what, yeah, so there's, <laughs> so there's Monster Hunter. Yeah, so there's that one, which I probably, will probably get anyway. And then yeah. the most important game ever made, Two Point Hospital, which is a reimagining re of Bullfrog's old uh, theme hospital. Are you, are you that looking forward to it? Because I'm looking forward oh, to this. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. That's excited. Have you got a uh, theme hospital at the moment or not? Have I got it? I've yeah. probably got it on a disc in a cupboard somewhere. No, you can actually... Yeah, I... It's actually... It was a free download. Well, yeah. I'm not going to play it because it will just annoy me. I, um... I I went back and played it and it was so pixelated it was pants. Yeah, yeah that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I got the HD version of Theme Hospital because they actually released, like, I think it was a patch or something that made it HD, and it was, oh, so pretty. I was so happy to play it again, and the graphics really? look really good. Yeah. Oh, really? What version yeah. have I got of it, then? I don't know. If you got the free version from Origin, then that's just Theme Hospital, but you yeah, can download Yeah, you probably got the DOS version. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was on Origin. It was uh, a free download, download of the yeah. month. I didn't yeah, think they'd done yeah, a HD version. Yeah, they did. There's uh, a big group of people who did a patch, and they did it, like... Did a HD makeover and it looked beautiful. Oh right, because we was actually at Rest this year. We all went to that, and they actually had Two Point Hospital when it was really. It was just when it had been announced. It's like brand new, and if you went to their stand, and I don't know if you can still do this on their website, but if you sign up to their uh, mailing letter, when the game comes out, they give you a code for a golden toilet. <laughs> so <laughs> just you, what you need. Yeah, so you can get like a golden throne in game. Um, I think that's still going. I think you can still do that. But the, yeah, it, Are you sure it, it wasn't like on pre-order? If you pre-order it, you get that. I'm not sure. I thought it was just to sign up to their mailing list. I'm not 100% sure, but it was a long you can time ago. Go to their website and check it out. Yeah. yeah, check it out just in case. You might be able to get it, you might not. But yeah, I used to love the old theme hospital. How how far did you? Did any of you ever complete it? No. I got I very far, so. I gave up. Never played it. <laughs> Never played it. it. Basically, the way the original used to work is you had like a board game. And it started off in a circle, so imagine like a spiral going inwards to the middle, and the middle was the the big the big game, like where you had to build a whole hospital and everything was in that game. But you started off at the edges, and it went round and slowly went in. You started off where you had to build like a hospital, and you had to like heal bloaty head for five people. Next, and it'd go, you've completed this level. Next level, you need to earn this much money. Complete that level. Next one, and it would have like twenty of them all the way to the middle. I think I got around three quarters of the way on the original. But it was just well funny how you had such funny sort it's of... proper British humour. Yeah. yeah. It's like the one of them back then was Bloaty Head. You had another one that had spots all over him. But Bloaty Head... Yeah, the invisible Slack one. Tongue. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it was like the Bloaty Head one. You used to get a pin and it would pop his head. A new yeah. one would grow back. But I, I don't really know what they've got in the new one. In considering like what kinds of treatments and stuff you need, I'm sure they put loads in this day and age. Yeah, I think they've got now. Don't quote me on this, but something like a hundred and something different types of problems. Yeah, because when you think about theme hospital, all you can hear is that woman's voice, ain't it? 
Yeah, and they've still kept kept that in as well. Have they? Um, yeah. So we've got which which uh, one which one of you is going to do it? Well, it's not the same woman. It's I just... think Shell Shell's got a woman's voice. You got to do it, Shell. Which one do you want me to do? Which one of our sayings? Something I like, like it when she gets like super annoyed and she's like really passive aggressive. Go and do it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what she says now. Come on, don't be shy. No, I'm trying to think of one of the ones she says. The only one Give I can one think. One. The only one I can think when it goes, it goes, it says like, um, "Can a doctor please go to the bloaty head room or something like, like that?" Doctor in psychiatry, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, classic. Friends and vomiting on the floor. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone needs a voiceover, Shell's available. <laughs> oh, one of the funny things as well is Original Theme Hospital, one of their VIPs is a person that's got a very similar name to Jimmy Savile. Really? And I remember replaying it and I was like, ooh, that shouldn't be in it now. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, one of the VIPs is called Jimmy Savile and you're like, oh. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Is it named after him? Yeah. Oh, my God. Let me see if I can find the actual name, because it's just funny. Man, I used um, to love that game. Did not, to Jance, did you not play that? No, I never played it, because I, I loved those type of games, because I loved um, Theme Park. Theme Park, yeah. Do you always remember yeah, that first thing? That. If you've never played that, it's, it's a cracking game. Great. So, yeah, it's called Billy Savile. Billy says, watch out, Billy Savile, OBE has just arrived to tour your hospital. Keep everything running smoothly to please him. <laughs> oh, you yeah. better, get, better change General that. General thanks for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Just going down a road risque. to nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so Two Point Hospital, I, I think that's one that we'll all get as well, I should think. Well, I'll be getting it. Oh, I'm so it. excited no. for it. So, it's a multiplayer. So, when I heard about it. I don't think Just so. because it's got multiplayer in it, really? How does that does that work? Multiplayer in that type of game? But I, I, I like, like it. no, but I like games like that with multiplayer, like stats based multiplayer. So I build my hospital, you build your hospital. Oh, uh, like SimCity. Oh uh, yeah, I would always like it if we could sort of be in the same world in different parts of the country or something. We all have our own hospitals, but we have a league. So like when you used to play Theme Park. You know, I think Theme Hospital as well used to get the awards at the end of the year. So you'd get like a like a shield saying you had the cleanest hospital this year. And if we had like five of us playing it, we could all play for the year synced. Yeah. But it's all like on our own computers. But then it says your hospital, like if I'm playing, it will say Trev's hospital was cleaner than yours last year. So you think, oh man, I want to get better than him. <laughs> like you have the money grabber award and stuff. Yeah, stuff like that. And that's the sort of stuff that really keeps me into these games. More you think you're going to play a game, the one same game for a year? <laughs> Who me? I haven't played the same yeah. game for two years. So... I think about... it's in-game year. In-game year, you dopey dick. I know. You didn't. Know. Don't try that one. Don't try that comeback. You didn't. It went over your head. <laughs> you're not recovering from that one, Soups. Shh. <laughs> Tumbleweed. <laughs> Soups has just logged off. Two Point Hospital, I'll be getting it. Soups will be getting it. Trev, will you be getting it? Hell no. Really? Oh, I hate games like that, man. I've, I've got, I've got uh, SimCity and I played it briefly and that was about it. I really loved SimCity, even when it was broken. It's not really like SimCity, though. Don't you hate it when you get someone that generalises to the point that it's got nothing to do with each game? It's just like, that's a strategy <laughs> game, so that's the same as every other one. Yeah. This is a humorous game. I think that's what a lot of people will be taking for it is the fact that it will be really funny. If it is anything like Theme Hospital, which I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping it still takes the funny kind of 
weird I'm, ailments that people have. I'm hoping more than anything it's got a tech tree that's length as my arm. Because I love oh tech trees. Two Point Hospital, I'm definitely going to be on that one. Really looking forward to it. Hopefully, they'll have some kind of uh, gameplay for all of us in there. Two Point Hospital, yeah, really cool. Hopefully, uh, people are going to be getting in that with us. Right, let's move on to the games. And we've got three games today to talk about. And they're like it's been a bit of a strategy week, really. I've I've just for ages I've had a void where there's nothing for me to play, and I'm just playing games for the sake of playing because I'm like bored. I don't know what to play. But the last month I've had games that I've got so stuck into and I'm addicted to, and I've really really been enjoying myself to the point that I haven't been streaming as much, and I haven't really been on Discord much because I've just been playing games. You know, you know when you get so stuck in, you just don't want to talk to anyone, you don't want to focus, you just want to. Play that game. Do yeah. any? Do you ever get like that? Oh yeah. Like I've, I've really been stuck in the first one. I've been playing Rise to Ruin, and you've been playing this with me, ain't you, Soups? Yes, I have. It is. It the graphics on it. It is like a. It's like a town building simulator, and the graphics on it are. They are very basic graphics, but they do progress as you get over the game and. Man, I I played this game for five minutes and I was hooked. And then the next thing, I've just been playing it for hours and hours and hours on end non-stop. And just basically became a recluse and just carried on playing this game. What did, what did you think of it, Soups? Yeah, it was good. When I started playing it, it reminded me of the old Settlers games. Yeah, yeah, it is you a know. bit like that. Yeah, because the, the graphics aren't amazing, but that's not really why you play Yeah, play this, this game's not based around graphics. It's based around mechanics and to be fair, it, it, the mechanics are there, and it's, it's all about balance. Basically, you start off, and you've got a little camp, and the way it works is, you, you're pretty much like the hand of God, aren't you? Like, yeah. like, on screen, you're a little glove. You can move the glove around, and that's your mouse cursor, and you'll start off with so many people. Now, I'm going to try and explain this best I can as a breakdown in a nutshell so then we can break off into different areas of it and the the way the best way i can explain it is you start off with a worldwide map and that's like limbo so you've got a map and on that map you've got all different biomes so you've got like rock you've got like sand you've got forest you've got jungle and they're all spread out on this map and you can actually do other maps you can have maps in a workshop but i i tend to stay with the map that the game gave me to start with Anyway, I, I went to a certain area and you click that area and then it spawns you in onto that actual map, that section of the map. And on that part of the map, you've got like all of your normal resources and stuff. Now, you start off, you put your little area down for your base camp. It's level one or level zero. And it's like you can tell people what jobs to do. So I will start off with, like, say, five people. And then them five people, I have to allocate them their jobs so it will be like i've got five people that are going to go on foraging i'll have five people uh, i won't have five and five because i only started with five so we'll get that straight straight <laughs> straight away <laughs> just because i, I over... start with 12 don't you? yeah it's, you start with 12. it's because i'm overthinking about it because there's so much you, you you understand what i mean when you play the game don't you soups there's so much to explain yeah. in such a small space of time really uh, it's and the basic the 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 general consensus of it is you say you've got five people you might have ten jobs to do so you have to, down the left hand side you've got all the names of the different jobs so like say you want security you'd have to build a barracks 
and then you'd have five five spaces in that barracks to have that fully maxed out and so you'll have one guy in that barracks but then if you have one guy in a barracks then there's no guy collecting food or there's no guy going and cutting down trees so it's all about the balance and as you play the game you get nomads that are that are searching and if you're doing all right and you're building enough houses and stuff like that they will join your base camp and so on so you then gain more and more people i found it really hard at first i played it on the normal settings is that what you did soups or did you go for easier settings no i i started on normal i just left it on completely normal average what it really did you die straight away no because i'm not rubbish at these games (laughs) (laughs) he actually does think i'm really rubbish at these games but (laughs) but me i played it a few times and i kept wiping out my characters so i went back and it gives you a massive massive custom uh setup so you you can customize everything down to how many people spawn how many nomads spawn their levels and stuff like that uh and what i did is to be totally honest i went in and i put it as the monsters because you do get monsters in this to spawn at a later date so i had some time to build up first and it's it's all about balance like i said but there's there's a tech tree that's massive and every building can be upgraded and with the graphics side of things i noticed at the beginning of the game the the graphics and the, the buildings that you start off with like your keep very basic it's just a couple of uh, pieces of wood and then you'll upgrade that to like level six and it will still be like pretty much wooden buildings but then when you sort of get really high levels in your your towns and that they start becoming brick and they start becoming like fortresses and that's where you see the game really build but but i played multiple multiple hours to get to that stage uh what what, what things did you like about the game soups to be honest it gave me it gave me a feeling of like old school games you know like like settlers and that and um i I found it quite enjoyable just just taking my time and uh, sort of breezing through it. To be honest, I think if you really? yeah, if you kind of set up your defences uh, like early enough, like if, then then it's it's quite easy um, to sort of take over all of the you know the guys that come up to you, just build walls and like the um because like you, you're meant to build mazes towers. basically because they've got um what's the word for it when they're walking, they're line finding or whatever. I can't really call it. I'm not sure. Maybe I didn't get too far oh, into no, it. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I got it, I got it. Because they're like, pathfinding is they will go to wherever the open space is. So if you do a zigzag from left to right of walls, so you've got like an S shape constantly going all the way to the left, all the way to the right, all the way to the left. If it's not too, too long, they will pathfind down that route. So you don't put a gate and they will actually go in and out like a maze and they'll follow it down a path. Did you know that? And that no. gives you, and that's how you put your uh, turrets, and you can spread them out, and in that way they'll go left and right, and hopefully they'll all be dead before they get to your walls. To be honest, I didn't feel like I needed to do that. Maybe I didn't get far enough in. Yeah, because you didn't. I don't think you got as far as corruption, and when the corruption starts spreading across the map, because that's no, what I happens didn't. later game. You start getting corruption, a bit like how Minecraft was, and a bit like Terraria. How that is, it's like. I don't know if you've played Terraria, but you get like purple corruption and it starts spreading across the land and you can't get rid of it. And in this, it does the same thing. And the corruption comes and with that, you get zombies, you get slime balls. And did you have natural disasters on? On? Well, I don't know. I left it. I left the settings, whatever it gave me. Yeah, because I kept Um... getting Blood Moon and this is what was messing me up. I kept getting Blood Moon 
and what happens with that is it actually puts loads of these red like uh like jelly like monsters in your in your game and they just pop up everywhere and they just wipe everything out like they literally wipe everybody out and that's what killed me at the beginning uh so many times which is what i think you might have been all right with yours because you didn't get that so you just had the zombies walking in slowly and you just take yeah. them out yeah, yeah where exactly. I, 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 I got I, I got wiped out man i think i got lucky to be fair but yeah I'm... i mean I got, I got caught out by the first the first night when the zombies started and i had no defenses whatsoever and i was like oh no but the the, the people managed to defend themselves just by punching them oh really <laughs> um and then yeah and then i built some defenses from that and um seemed to go okay but i got to the point where i built most of the types of houses um and i was like well, all i'm really doing now is just sort of like building them up so it got a little bit repetitive for me after, after a while really see i yeah. really enjoyed that because it took me really really long, because it's like i said with the balance it's like at the beginning you've got five people or 12 people or whatever and you get a decent balance of them doing the jobs they need to but then where it changes rapidly is when you start unlocking new types of buildings and stuff and then so you might put something completely new down and then once that happens you need a whole uh, like water people you know you can have like watering holes you can have uh get you can get water from the lakes and stuff like that but then the lake will dry out and you have to replenish it um and you can use the hand of god with like magic that you can find around a map to to keep replenishing things like i kept bringing people back from the dead don't know if you did that no i nobody died <laughs> nobody died in my really life. what settings yeah. were you on man because i played it on normal. normal and it was impossible yeah i played on normal because you were telling me to set the monsters to day 30 but they, they no they came on day one and i was that was fine really yeah i found it like really really uh really really like like hard to do no unless unless you put in more time than i did because i i didn't yeah i was on there for, i didn't play for... it for that long um but I, I did feel like i'd i'd got most building types um, I, I played a 15 hour stretch over two days no i didn't play that much <laughs> so yeah i played 15 hours over two days in that was when i first played it and yeah i got all the way to upgrading all of my buildings i got to I think I got to over a hundred people in my camp, and the thing is, the bigger it gets, the harder it gets because it's like you could have. Oh yes, <laughs> I was waiting for something. So... <laughs> but yeah, clean minds, people, clean minds. <laughs> only you, Trev. Only you. But yeah, um, if maybe totally forget what I was saying. Yeah, the bigger it gets, I'm not saying the second bit. I well nearly did, nearly did. <laughs> You've ruined it for me now. Ruined me. Ruined That's me. That's what she said. How hard? <laughs> How hard does it get? Man, unbelievable, these crew. Oh. When you get to over 100 people, you're trying to balance out a lot of jobs. Mm. And when you get to that sort of scale, you've got obviously loads of water people there where they're trying to get water in that. Loads of people trying to make it pure and filtering it. Then you've got you've got loads and loads of stuff going on, which is hard. See, I kept moving the people around. Yeah, so but, but my aim rather... was to get enough people to fill all the jobs. So... Basically, if I needed 20 people on security, because security, you'd only put them on there when you needed them there, didn't you, when something came? But yeah, but that's the same it... with most things. So, like, you'd have someone doing, um, turning wood into boards, but when you've got enough boards, you don't need that guy there. So I take him out and move him on to something else. Yeah, that's what I would do at the beginning. Moving. But what I'm saying is when you get to, like, 100 people, 
the, my aim was to get enough people to fill all the jobs and to get a balance where the whole camp's working on its own. But I just found that every time something happened, something like a thunderstorm or something would happen and it would just totally destroy what I was trying to do. Sounds like you got really unlucky. I might have, do you know what? I might have been unlucky the first time I played it and I died straight away. Um, and then I went and changed the settings to get a bit more of a feel for the game. I wanted to get the long haul in there, you know, um, and just just get stuck in really. But I also got addicted to trying to upgrade my buildings to the last last building. And, and really get a castle because I don't know if you notice as well uh, the pathfinding on the people if they walk a lot of times in the same place they start building paths automatically did you notice that? Uh, yes. So yes, they start having like little mud tracks and then it, it evolves. How did yeah. to evolve though? That's very smart I like that. Yeah so, so if they keep walking over the same place for a long time then it's, it's sort of, and it's sort of the whole thing for me was I, I honestly got the feeling like my little camp was evolving and the the people they've all got names and they've all got like stats and stuff and it's it's just it was really really nice to play. I, I really enjoyed how it played out. The only thing I'd say that I didn't understand really was because at the beginning you pull your characters from limbo and the way it works is you're supposed to build your camp up and then once your camp builds up put people back into limbo and then you go to a different area of the map and if you've put 50 people in there'll be 50 people waiting in there for you to take out and start a new camp with and I think the idea is that you build up over the whole map over time you build up this massive amounts of sort of like villages and then you take out the bad but I didn't quite understand how the bad how you'd get back at them how you'd get the corruption to go I didn't really work that out at the time I don't know if you, you I assume you didn't get that five no, I didn't. Yeah, because it's. Didn't go that far. I think the game was more designed just to continue being played. If you know what I mean, it was just it was just a sandbox, just just to openly play whatever you want, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I really really loved the game for the price of it and the amount of hours that that I'll play on that game. It's been really really good game. Like even if you go onto Steam, you'll see that the the reviews are, are very positive, which you know that's that's great reviews for the game. It, what about you lot? Have you checked it out, you lot? I'm going to be playing it. I haven't got into it yet because I'm still setting stuff up. But yeah, once I'm settled again, I'll definitely be giving it a go. Yeah, because I think you, you do have to have a love for older looking games. Like the class. Yeah. You've got to have the classic feel, like the original Sim Cities and things like that. You know, mm -hmm. Colonization, the original. Uh, the ones. What did you say, Soups? You said uh, Settlers. Settlers. Yeah, the yeah. Settlers was it another reminds, one. From what, did you guys ever play Black and White? Yeah, I played that, that for a little while. It reminds me a little bit of that. I love that game. And there's another one. Yeah. Um, Black and white too. Heroes. What's it called? <laughs> it's Heroes something. Yeah. Might, Joe, Might and Magic or something like that. Yeah, it's it? Might and Magic. Might and Magic yeah. Heroes. Is that it, Joe? Is that what I'm thinking of? Heroes of Might and Magic. Heroes of Heroes Might and Magic. Might magic. I don't know if it is that one because there's a few different ones. It just reminds me a bit of Black and White and I was in love with that game and... I even got Goddess, which is kind of really? like that game. Really? I tried to play that. I didn't have a clue people. what was going on. It's not the best of games. It's that guy again, Peter. He didn't do a good job. I always <laughs> remember the box because... Who? Peter Monolong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I love, I love his games. He's yeah, I love some his... amazing games. Yeah, you know you're going to talk about Fable again. I ain't going to talk about Fable. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I love Fable. But yeah, no, I don't... I don't know. He... He loves those kind of games and he always comes up with a different kind of twist on yeah. the god versions of games, but 
no, I love I love time building simulators and it's like, a, like it's like I said, black and white. I remember the box so well in the shop on the shelves when back in the day when the boxes were big, and it was like yeah. half black and half white, like a negative. Yep. I, I had black remember. and white too as well. That was that was a really good game. That was a lot better, I think. It was. I, I didn't play them to be fair. I didn't have a clue what was going on. And also, if you guys have got banished, that's a lot like it as well. I love banished. Banished, yeah, but banished is great, and that's. A bit more difficult, but yeah, yeah. I got banished. I got banished, and I played it, and then like it doesn't matter how far long I played it, it all went downhill. And I looked it up, <laughs> and apparently it was broken, and the developer had given up on it. What? Well, I don't know, because I've had yeah. that as well. We had we've had a lot of trouble with it, but me and Joe have had quite a few successful games. So I think if we just keep going, you will find a way of cracking it. But yeah, it is a broken nice, game, and he it? has given up. Oh, it's a beautiful game. Yeah, it was alright. But yeah, like Rise to Ruin. It's it's just a very relaxing, chilled out, sit back, and you know you know like I said earlier, just where you can just fall into that game and switch off from the world and mm-hmm. pass days at a time. I do that with Stardew. Stardew. Yeah. What's that? I've never heard of that. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Oh, I thought you said Stardew. Do sorry, I've been in America too long. <laughs> <laughs> Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, yeah, I do. I just that's my game that I can just switch off and play for hours on end. Yeah, you, Sims. Sh- you should play that on my monitor. It looks amazing. Oh, yeah. I've got a 34 inch ultra wide, 100 frames a second monitor and uh, nice. G Sync. And the thing is, you can see so much of the map. Yeah, we did that. We hooked up to the 55 inch uh, 4K TV, and I couldn't believe how much of the map you could see. I was like, oh my god, this is how you're meant to play it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can see everything at the sides. It's yeah, like, yeah, this is well good. So yeah, Rise to Ruin, six ninety nine, and do you know what? It's a bargain, six ninety nine. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's like such a yeah. good game for that price. The game is made. I've got hopefully I'll pronounce it right. The developer's name is is Raymond Duer. He's a sole developer. He's made this whole game on his own. That's big respect. I yeah. love people who can do that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He's made the whole thing. Like the the thing is. Some people might say, oh, I'm not really into the graphics, you know, but if, if you're our generation, I'm, I'm like 37, that that graphics is what I used to play my games on all the time, and I'm assuming he's around the same sort of age. That's how we can make that type of game, no offence to yeah. him. Games like that are really easy to design <laughs> compared to the big fancy graphical Yeah, but the thing you say so. is easy to design. I don't think this was because the balance in just playing this game trying to balance no, it I out. No, I mean, graphically, I yeah. don't mean like the mechanics and stuff. That does sound pretty interesting. And that intrigues me. I'm yeah. just like, this, why can't you have both? Yeah, but This whole 8-bit thing, though, I saw a really interesting like 30-second video the other day, and uh-huh. it was someone had um, a high-resolution picture of, uh, I think it was like a grill, so a barbecue. And it was through Photoshop, they literally made that into a really nice 8-bit like barbecue and you could tell what it was and stuff but there was literally no like artistry there at all it was just kind of what things he did to it in photoshop that made it look exactly the same yeah yeah this game's 6.99 it's made by one guy it's just an amazing little game the mechanics are so in-depth and the balance and how how well that it's all fit together it's you've got to look past the graphics and you've got to get stuck into the way the game is it's like do you know what? It's, I'd even go as far to say it's like crunching numbers. It's like mm-hmm. looking at like some kind of equation and then trying to work it out and trying to make that balance out so everything's even. If if you understand what I mean. Do you understand what I mean or not? Take it no then. He loses. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's talking gibberish. But yeah, that's how I see it. 
in my little world. But then again, I'm different to you lot. I'm in my own world. But Rise to Ruin, wicked oh, little yeah. game. Uh, Shell, hopefully you'll uh, play it and you'll give us a feedback next next month on what you think. And we'll yes. have a little chat about it again. So Nick, are you in your own world or are you in a uh, rim world? That's what I'm going on to say right now. <laughs> rim world. Another strategy game that I've been well addicted to. With that and Rise to Ruin, I've been in strategy month. I'm totally addicted to Rimworld equally and another completely crazy game with such, such detailed mechanics that it's just amazing. You've, you've played Rimworld before, haven't you, Soups? Yes, played it a while back. I got a little bit into it back then, put a lot of hours into it, and then I've just started playing it again a little bit because you did. <laughs> I was watching it, I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've got this so, habit, and I, I think this actually bounces out to the listeners as well. I've got a habit where I talk about games, and I sort of I sort of brainwash people into thinking I'm going to get that game as well. Because I talk about a game, and then you lot go, well, oh, that sounds actually, I'm going to get that. I speak to Lee, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to get that as well. A lot of the time, though, I'll play a game, and I'm like, yeah, I love it, man. You lot are like, nah. I played it and you made it sound really good and <laughs> it was rubbish. <laughs> yeah, Rimworld, man, this game. I, I don't even know how I'm going to explain how much is in this game. Basically, Rimworld's about a planet, which is brand new planet. And you basically, you crash land on this planet. Your, your pods arrive and you've got three starting positions. You've got one, which is like classic. And you have three people, like three men and women. Uh, and you have to basically survive, in a nutshell, to complete the game, you have to survive, build up a whole colony, and then you have to build a spaceship to fly back off the planet, and that's how you win. You can either fly off the planet, you can go and find a friend that's got a spaceship, or you die, basically. And like when you start off, I went with Classic, because Classic gives you free people, you get loads of starting resources, and then you're free to do what you want when you land. Second one... Yeah, you start off as tribesmen, you're all wearing like your tribesmen clothes, but you've got no technology in that version, and you start off with five people, and you have to work through the ages all the way to getting a spaceship. That's the second version. And then you've got a third version where you start off with one guy, but you've got a lot more technology unlocked. Did you not know this, Soups? I know there's, di- I didn't know it was different sort of time periods. I know yeah, there's yeah, yeah. different. So one's one's really early, one's medium, and one's more advanced. But then it ca- does by the count of people as well and the amount of resources you start with. Yeah, I think and it's just a difficulty level that is. It's a difficulty level, but it changes yeah. the way the game starts and timings and stuff like what research is is available to you. So I, I started with classic anyway, and I played the game a good. It's it's one of them games where you play it, you fail. But you don't feel like you've wasted your time. Because some, sometimes you play a game, you fail at it, and you think, oh man, I just can't bother doing this again. You know? I got that a little bit with billions. You know, they are billions. Because it started getting frustrating and keep failing. But with this, it got to the point where like, I failed, and I'd be like, I failed that because I didn't grow the right crops at the beginning. And then I'd do the right crops at the beginning. And then I'd start again, and I'd be like, oh, I failed that one because I didn't give the the defences enough, like I didn't build them up enough. And you sort of, you learn your mistake every single time. And when you learn from your mistakes, then you go back and you do it again. And I'm on probably my fifth colony now. And it take, takes me ages to start because you really have to go in depth with your characters. The, the mechanics in the games is, is just so deep. There's, there's so many buffs and debuffs for all different things. And the characters are happy and sad. 
and some of them have addictions and some of them have like scars and arms missing so at the beginning like i don't know about you soups you you strike me more as a guy that just plays the game and you'll just load it up and take it as it plays out or did you go in depth with your characters as well no i think you've got to because you you start off with like classic three characters and um there's so many different uh, stats that they can be so you can have yeah. like shooting melee cooking animals a stat as well so if they're good with animals then they're yeah. social crafting uh cooking all those loads of different kind of stats yeah and um if you've got if you've got three characters and no one's good at construction you can't build anything you yeah. literally can't build anything but i've done that a couple of times turn the as game well. off yeah, did you do that um, a couple of times where you've played it and then you like? You, I remember you telling me a story because the whole thing's yeah. built around stories, basically. And I, I remember you telling me a story that you played. You started getting into it. It's going all well, and then you're like, "Oh, my my woman's 93 years old. She's gonna die." Well, there was a, there was a couple, <laughs> yeah. So I had one character that was like 80 something, and that was a bad idea. But also, I um I picked one character that had like really high shooting stat. Yeah. But what I didn't notice is this person also had a trait, which was a brawler which means they like to fight with melee and they hate having a, an arranged weapon equipped. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? So this person, I gave them a gun because I thought they'd be good at shooting, but then they got really miserable because I gave them a gun. Yeah, because they, they, get, like they basically get debuffs from everything. So you click on that person's stats in game and every single thing in their environment will make them happy or sad. So they might have, like, I had a nudist. His trait was a nudist. So he loses five points or so from his happiness if he's got clothes on. But then mm-hmm. it, the, the mechanics go so deep into the game. It's like if you get him a woolly hat or a woolly toupee, yeah, you could put that on him. It will keep him warm because there's like hundreds, there's sort of hundreds, there's loads of animals and all of their hair and stuff is different stats. So if you get him a really woolly one, like a, from I think it's from a muffalo or something, and you make him a, 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 like a toupee out of that, he will keep his buff for being naked because he loves, he's a nudist and he loves being naked, but the toupee won't count as clothes. So it will keep him warm as well. It's just like so many levels of stuff. It it's... And you find yourself like playing the game for a bit and then going, nah, I've, I've ruined this. And you'll just start yeah. completely again and it'll be so different. But I find you don't play. get bored of it. You, no. You just, you just want to start again. Because every game is so different. Yeah, but it's like there's so much in this game. It's like you, you, so you start off and you've got your three characters. You can you can down a lot of mods where they're not really cheating, but they help you out. So you can download a mod if you wanted to, because it's all single player, where you can build your characters yourself. So you can change what they look like. You can change what their stats are. But you can't really go over the top with it because it's it's just, it's like a balance of numbers. So I sit there and I'm literally taking an hour to get my stats perfect because you go through the one person second person or third person looking for like the way i do it is i'll look for someone first who's very good with guns so they have like a, a, an 8 to 15 in a gun and then i'll look for some that guy will have to be good at shooting construction and say hauling and then the second person i'll make sure they're good at animals food and something else and the thing is You've got to look for ones with traits or no traits. So I always look for the ones that have got no bad traits. So they've got, basically, they come up, say out of the the, the 12 different jobs that you can assign them, there'll be two or three that they'll say, they will not do that job. They refuse point blank. So it might be cleaning. So you've got all your your other two people doing the jobs. And then this one guy won't clean up. And it's like, 
you need him to do that in that role to be able to balance out what they're doing. And it's like you're you're constantly trying to counteract what they're doing and their points going up and down. And you're constantly getting like these things popping up saying such and such is about to have a nervous breakdown because he's got no clothes. He's got clothes on and he's a nudist or yeah. like I had, got... a, I had a time when I, I got raided by by a bandit. And I had like my did best shoot my my, my yeah my yeah, did. my <laughs> best shooter. I was like right, he's gonna go out and sort him out. And then all of a sudden, because he got dementia, he had a mental breakdown and started wandering across the field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you get some crazy ass things happen as well. Funny, like you need to do hunting, so you'll go out. Your character, because basically you can't tell them what to do. Really, you can to an extent, but you can't really tell them what to do. You tell them the jobs in an order of. Like, you can. You can prioritise a job. You can prioritise a job uh, only if some of them, like research, you can't do and things like that. But you can prioritise them. That You can right-click them and say, if they've got selected, because it's really hard to explain. You've got all the jobs listed from left to right. Left is what they'll do earlier. Right is what they'll do after. And it will start off with the most vital thing. So on the left, you'll have firefighting. So if there's a fire, they'll go straight to the fire and they'll put it out. And then you'll have like doctoring. So if someone's hurt, they'll they'll check a fire first. Then they'll go and do doctoring. And they go down the list and you can tick or untick them. So if you don't want that person to do doctoring, you untick it. And he'll jump to the next job down the line, which might be mining. So you do this for all of them, but you balance it out. You can go even deeper than that and you can actually change these stats into numbers between one to four. So you can actually choose which ones rather than go left to right through the order because cleaning's right at the bottom. Otherwise, you find they never clean the house. The house, there's dirt everywhere. So you can actually go further into it and you can click from one to four and be like, I want all the ones in the doctoring and fire and that. I want number two for mining, number three for cleaning, number four for this. And then as you get more people, I found it easier because there's more jobs and less less to make a smaller group do like so much work. One of the problems I had was I put one of them to hunting and there was a, a group of certain animals. I can't remember what they were called because they've all got like really weird names. And this group, basically, the, the, the woman went over, shot one of them, took his dead carcass, went and make like a lavish meal out of it. Uh, and then he goes back, shoots another one, and then I get like man-eating rabbit. No, no, when there's loads of them. They, they have man-eating rabbits. Yeah, they have well. man-eating rabbits. They have rats. They have raccoons that eat all the trees. They come in and they can clean out all the trees off the map if you don't kill them. But it's like they take revenge. You go to a, a like a, a herd. What are they call boomer somethings. Oh man. But yeah, you have like a herd. These certain types of animals explode if you shoot them. And you shoot one of them, they all go off like a bunch of bombs. But there was another herd I went and I shot two of them. And they started attacking me. They're like, they came back for revenge. And it was like a revenge of the herd. And they came into my town. They started mashing me up and all the people. And it's like, you're just thinking, no, and it's all going wrong. And it, it can rapidly go south. Like really, really rapidly just go completely wrong. I find it really amusing. And I, like when raiders come and stuff. How, how many raiders is the most raiders you've had? Previously, I've had like four. But on this... Since I've started playing it again, only two. Yeah, because I've only had two at the moment. Yeah. But the game, it is so in-depth. And if you like city-building games, it is the graphics on it as well. The graphics are simple, but they're crisp. Um, when I say crisp, I mean they're like they're crisp as they come. It's a bit like Prison Architect. It's the same sort of graphics. So like, even though I've got a massive screen, there's no pixelation, but it's very simple-based, but with high textures. You've got to build up your town, you've got to get a good balance, you've got to build all your electrics, 
and do your research and as you do this you have to build like hospitals you have to build like all your batteries all your electrics uh, and it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper but it gets harder and harder as you go along and i'm absolutely loving it i'm only at the point at the moment where i've like got my smithy and i've just got all my electrics set up uh, but it goes so deep you've got to have roofs and stuff like that you've got to have zones to grow things in and you've you've, you've just got to get the good balance of everybody doing the work nicely you know but yeah, Rimworld, man, I am, I've, I've only got to talk to Supes about how addicted I am to this. Like, I think with this game, I've put something like 35 hours in in the last week because <laughs> I just want to, I want to succeed in this game. And I think once I've succeeded in it, I'm then going to go back and mod it so that all the characters are like Star Wars and stuff like that. And I'll just, this, I can see me saying that this game's a game that will be continuously played for a long time. That's that's my rust, man. You found your rust. Yeah, but you I've, I've got a few rust. games like that. Hmm. XCOM, the original XCOMs, and the later XCOMs even as well. Transport Tycoon. You still playing that? I love that game. I'll always play it. Okay. I always go back to it. They actually got a free version of it at the moment that you can play. But oh, uh, yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah, is on I a massive scale. Um, yeah, yeah, I really love that as well. But yeah, this is going to be one of them games. This will be a game that that for the money, I don't think the money... Like, you know, if some people play Call of Duty, they'll play 50 quid for it. If I played this game and it, and, it, and it stopped being made, or you couldn't get it anywhere, and someone said, I'll give me 100 quid, I'll give you that game back, I'd pay it. Hmm. Because I, I, I love it that much, you know? And, and it's, it's basically the same sort of concept as Rise to Ruin, but obviously this has got different graphics much deeper in, in there, and it's obviously been worked on uh, a lot longer, so... You very know, different price points. Well. Yeah, very different price points. Rim and... World's nearly twenty-four quid on Steam, and Rise to Ruins seven pounds. Which yeah, so it's it's like they're both amazing games. I'm glad you're passionate about it, dude. That's always. I just love these type of games. Game. Yeah, 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 man. I, I absolutely love these type of games, and you can't go wrong with the pair of them. They're just like amazing games, and I'm just going to be addicted, like uh, to the point every time Soups comes on. Like today, he rang me at lunchtime, and I was like, look, I'm a uh, I've just, I'll ring you back in, I didn't say I'll ring you back, I didn't even answer the phone, did I? I was like, I rang you 20 <laughs> minutes later and was like, yeah, yeah, I was, I was just jumped on for 20 minutes but I had a quick moment. <laughs> I bet you was like, man, I'm not ringing him again. It's ignoring You need him. to game a laptop for when you're in the van and you're stuck for a little while. Oh man, I doubt, I doubt that would happen. A little Jenny in the back and then, yeah. yeah, you're sorry, man. <laughs> but yeah, RimWorld, it's like nearly 24 quid. It's got the most highest ratings, man. Overwhelmingly positive from 20,000 people. That's That's mad. It's still in early access as well, so it's getting regular updates all the time. And, and that's uh, a bit ridiculous that it's still in early access. It apparently got released two years ago. Oh, dude, there's games that are early access for four or five years. Rust yeah, is man. Rust. Rust. <laughs> it's like DayZ. Imperion has been like four or five years or something, at least three years minimum. So yeah, but like, a lot day, of them are like that. The winner's got to be DayZ. Aren't they stopping that though? And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of networks uh, yeah. now that you're not allowed to Aye, buy forward, a game sure. or release a game that's not got a release date. Yeah, going yeah, forward, like that, yeah. the games that are already in there, like, yeah, they can't yeah. really force them to do anything. So yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Rimworld's in early access still. It's actually, it's do you know what? It's quite good because you can pay the twenty twenty three seventy nine to get the game, or you can pay thirty one ninety nine and you get your name in the game. So Oh, crafty. Which is a, a little bonus. But I think you can actually change your names. You can you can write the names of your own people in there anyway, so I don't see why you just wouldn't write your name in there. 
Are you want a big extreme PC UK logo up at the top left, are you? But the thing is, the people in the game have names and they have like um, like nicknames and stuff as well. So I could have like Nick Extreme PC UK, blah blah blah. Yeah. Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. Hey, that's up. Been a while since I watched that. Yeah. Rimworld, man, I love it. I love it. And you know, Rice Ruin as well. I love them kind of games. And it's been ages. I've been saying to you lot, and I've been saying to the podcast and to everyone I meet, I've I've been waiting for a game that I could just sort of really really get stuck into for ages and and these games are that for me man i know i'm looking forward to giving it a go and getting stuck in yeah it well, sounds like my type of game well, you so. you'd love rimworld as well because yeah. it's just so relaxed and so it it sort of like gives you brain food to just keep thinking about what you can do so my brain needs feeding yeah man yeah with the other guys it's not i don't think Trev Jansen, it's not. I don't think it's suitable for you two because your action and you know your arcade and stuff like that. Or, so. or survival, or survival. Yeah, but it's sort of survival. You need to survive, and it's hard. <laughs> but um, yeah, let's move on. R- uh, Rise to Ruin and Rimworld. I love them. Right, Trev, what have you been playing, dude? I have been playing a little game called Raft that. We would have talked about last month, but we were talking about E3 and stuff, and we just generally didn't have time. It just came out then. I didn't have much of a chance to play it. Yeah. Nick and I have both been playing it, uh, doing the, the shared library thing. And It's a bit disappointing, both... because I really wanted to play it with you. Yeah. Well, just cough up the £15 and stop being tight. <laughs> and to be fair you, you, know, you will get it cheaper in other, other good establishments. Hint, hint. He put, um, the, he put the knife right in the gut then. <laughs> it's me that's supposed to be tight, mate. Come on. Anyhow, uh, no, we both played it, and it's gave. I like the, 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 the sharing of the libraries because it gives, for example, Nick a good chance to try this and decide if he does want to buy it, and it's not too expensive. Um, I've played it a few times now, uh, quite a lot recently, actually. And I am really enjoying it. It's one of these games where the time goes flying past, like kind yeah. of like the games you just talked about there. You're like, yeah, yeah, it does. Jesus, is that the time I need to go but, to bed? Um, do you know what I think is the, the funniest thing about it? The time flies past, but it's just so basic and you're not really doing much. That that, that <laughs> works simple. The simple things, man. The simple things. Yeah, and I was gutted that you and I couldn't get involved in that competition. We got the time of the wrong yeah, yeah. competition to build the biggest structure you could. And someone built a massive, big-ass cruise uh, yeah, like, ship. Yeah, like the QE2. Yeah. Ironically enough. Uh, and essentially, for those that don't know, you start and basically one plank of wood, and you're going through. It's like It's like a world. pallet. You can imagine it's it like, like... It's like Water World with Kevin Costner. Yeah, it's, it's imagine it as one pallet. Like one you're, pallet. You're, you're resting on it, and it's just floating around, and there's just and rubbish everywhere. There's uh, well, And that's the sad part. There's so much rubbish and plastic notions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's it's my a... job to save the oceans, man. Uh, now, yeah, loads of stuff, plastic. You've got like plastic wood. You've got uh, barrels. Uh, barrels that have got lots of stuff in them. Bananas. Uh, nah, no bananas, man. That's uh, Sea of Thieves. There are bananas, aren't there? Nah, there's not, mate. <laughs> Where... I certainly not came across it. Where any, have uh... I imagined that from? Sea of Thieves. It must be. Mm-hmm. But you get loads of stuff anyway. Now, you and... do get food in there, potatoes. Uh, yeah, yeah, potatoes, uh, and then you can stop on the islands that come across if you get, like, a sail and an anchor, stop there and jump across and get, like, pick up flowers, because you can actually 
make a little paint thing did, and did you, you can start sorry hmm? go on. did you think the islands were uh like plan and basic no no you just thought i couldn't get on them you, you can mate uh you need two things to make it work so you need to build a basic anchor with stones and you need timings impeccable and you also need uh, a sail because the chances you're coming on one exactly are are small and then when you get close you throw the anchor lift up the sail and then you jump on the island get your stuff is there uh, stuff on the top of the islands there's stuff all over uh, some bits are easy to get to others are more difficult oh i didn't know you that you can build up high on your uh, little uh, raft and to get to these higher places because it's not it's not it's not top heavy figure but um yeah so you get lots of stuff you can get but you're constantly surrounded and hounded by this bloody shark and this thing is op like you know it gets you a couple of times it's game over so this is what i'm struggling with at the moment because if i want to craft and and, and research higher tier things to make a big kind of monument at sea i need to go under the water like near these uh islands and go down with my yeah, little the metal on that it. I throw out and get the metal and stuff but the only way to do that is to kill the shark nice and yeah if you jump down and haven't killed the shark before within seconds he'll come up and just bite you no, and that's kill not you. what happened on my game i went down at, at the i couldn't get onto the islands but i threw my anchor down and I would jump down near to the thing. He never came and got me when I was close to the island. But even close when... Close to the island? Yeah, even when... Yeah, because that's where the metal in that is. It's underneath yeah, the water. Yeah, 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 and yeah, and yeah. then when I was out at sea, a lot of the time... Because you, you get the little floating boats, don't you? Like the other little boats and they have little boxes on with, with loads of goods in. Yeah. I would literally, if that was going past me at a distance... I would jump off the boat, swim there, grab all the stuff and swim back. And I might get bitten twice. I think the third time you get bit, you die and then you respawn. Yeah. yeah. But that's, you don't lose anything. That's brave because if it's a storm or there's quite a bit of uh, one at a time, then it will go flying past you. You know, that's a risky game you're playing there. But yeah, no, there is there's a hell of a lot to it. And I've only just scratched the surface at the yeah. moment. I've got... It is a big ass raft at the moment, but I haven't built lots of complex things. Yeah, you done what I, I have. did. Well, you done what I did. Built the base layer, and then you started. You thought you'd rise it up a little bit, so it's off the floor, and then you'd build a floor there. But then you realised that you to build like defences and that, you have to get metal and stuff, and make the bottom of your boat metal. Which at that point, it was like, oh man, how do I get back down there now? I've covered it all over. It's really tough. I haven't put a second floor on yet at the moment. I'm just, I'm trying to just focus on. The little you've got little collectors around the side, little kind of yeah, yeah, I like them. Net collectors, yeah. And I focused on getting them because it's such a ball ache for a, a while. Throwing your little, I don't know what it is, like a grabber. You throw no, this a, thing, it's a fishing and hook. Fishing hook? Is it a fishing hook? That's yeah. a big bloody fishing hook. Anyway, you throw this thing, and it brings in your piece of wood. Or yeah, it's made out of like a piece of metal bent, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's a plastic one actually, because you can make a metal. Yeah, one yeah. Later. Oh, sorry, I've got the metal upgrade. one. That's why. Yeah. So you can, like, if you've played any survival game, uh, Ark, Rust, it, there's a lot of similarities because it is a survival game. Like, you build the research table, you can research other things, you can build bigger and better things, you can literally build a big ass uh, base at sea. Yeah. And this game's mostly positive on uh, Steam at the moment. It's a very relaxing game. Oh yeah, I was 
I was just pretty chill playing that. Yeah, thing. it's just very. It's, it's like I said. You like you said. It's just a uh, a time consumer. It takes up your time. And you don't even realise it's going. You're just like running around this boat. You start off with one bit of wood. Before you know it, you've got twenty pieces of wood and you're on a wooden platform. And then it's like you're building all your crops. You've got trees. You've got like all furniture. You know. Then you get a research table and you've got all that. It's, it's it does. It, it builds up really quick. It turns into a proper base. There's a hell of a lot to it. And let's say you can even paint as well. You get those plants on the islands and stuff. You can actually start making yeah. paint and paint. I, I can't be bothered with that, but, you know, teach their own. What, what would you like to see in the game? Well, you mentioned this briefly to me before, Nick, about uh, expansions and other things they're putting yeah. in. And a new enemy, you said. And a, enemy no, there is a, a new enemy. Salt. It's an enemy with a pinch of salt because it's a bird. It's not like a big boss or anything, but yeah, it's not there yet. It's coming soon, but it's going to be an eagle, I believe. Yeah, and they got another update as well today. Well, I was playing it earlier on today as well, actually, and it's it's small. I never noticed any major differences. It was like kind of fine-tuning fixes and stuff. No, like no, that. they brought in a load of new materials for the walls, so you've got red and white ones now. I don't know if they're metal and another type i don't know the details on it but, but i did see the update for it man actually but i haven't yeah. noticed those effects yet i haven't noticed those yeah because i follow so. them on twitter i don't know if you lot if you lot got twitter yeah yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah what i do on there is i follow all the games that we uh play and connected to i get the updates sent to me i put all my notifications on so when a new update comes out i get it straight away but yeah the one that went out today was apparently uh different kinds of walls and materials so i thought that'd be quite good yeah, well, the more they add to the better, man. It's, it's got to be... Otherwise, a game like that can get pretty stale pretty quick. So Yeah. But, I mean, they, I, I welcome to bring something, another AI threat, because just now it's that bloody shark. Yeah, and you I can, can kill him. He basically... This shark basically comes up and starts taking a, a chunk off the side of your, your Yeah, boat. that's annoying. And if you're not quick enough, he will take a whole panel away, and you basically get the spear... And you just whack him, I think it's four times. Yeah, poking him. And he, he goes. But you do that enough times, you kill him. But he'll respawn. He constantly keeps coming back. So you have to be careful. And if you jump off the boat into the water, you have a couple of seconds, a few seconds before he comes and just takes a bite. So Yeah, I didn't find that bad. I just kept enough wood that every time he bit a piece, I just replaced it. Yeah, yeah, no, true. But then, but then you've got to remember to catch you, you fish for fish and cook yeah, them and, yeah, that, and yeah. then your water you distill that and you've got to keep remembering to do that because yeah. it goes down really quick but uh, i did think of two really really good ideas i'd like to see in the game first, on. first one being a multiplayer server where you can have like say a bit like sea of thieves but the thing is you're building your boat yourself so me and you could be playing co-op where we're building our boat and mm. then we're just literally floating across the sea and on the horizon we see someone else, like two people on their boat. Maybe we could attack them and take their boat and add it to ours or use the resources. That would be one thing I'd love to see. Alright. But I'm not sure if it's just single player. And the... Well, it is co-op. You know that. You, you know it's co-op. Yeah, it's co-op. But it's not like PvP. Yeah. I don't know if that would work, man. It's not that type of game where you go attacking other people. Mm, yeah, maybe not. If they could make it work, it'd be interesting. But go on, what's your... What's your Another thing I'd idea? like to see would be, uh, again, a bit like Sea of Thieves, a, where you get little islands that are bigger, where they've got caverns and stuff, so you can jump off your boat, explore yeah. a bit, find stuff, you know? Find, find, find special items. It, man. Yeah, but, but yeah, it is really early. The islands and stuff. The islands are pretty bland and basic. Yeah. And they need to add a lot more to them. Uh, I yeah. did feel like I sort of built... A base and then thought to myself 
You know, like when me and you was going to get on and there was that competition to do the biggest base, that that had your, mm. that gave you a goal. Yeah, so you had yeah, something to that. build towards. But when you're playing it on your own, you, you build the base up and then you you would quickly get to a point where you're like, I need more. But I like it, but I need more. And there's not enough there at the moment. Yeah, again, early access, only out in May. I'm not going to even attempt to judge them on that slightly. If a yeah. year down the line, then they're... They're not adding enough yeah. to the major parts to it, then I'll go, meh. Yeah, it's one of them ones that you, you enjoy well, playing and you keep jumping back into it every month to see what's new. Every update, yeah. you play it for a couple more hours. Um, yeah. You do the latest well, stuff and then you sort of jump out again. Well, I do recommend it. I mean, let's see, it doesn't cost much. It's 15 quid. It's, uh, it's, no, it's It's got good reviews. Do you think it's worth 15 quid? I do, actually, yeah. yeah. I think I would go up to 20 quid for that tops, but really? I think it came out at a good price point. I think it did. No more than 15 uh, to, to keep people's interest. I, I reckon at this point... It's pretty, it is pretty polished, Nick, to be fair. for uh, what It you runs very smooth. It, uh, mm. I'll tell you what, it runs... Well, uh, it's not It's not the state-of-the-art graphics, but it's not, is it... They're not bad graphics. Like 2D. It's the cell-shaded kind of effect, you know. Yeah, it's very, what's, very smooth. What's really nice, and the, the water graphics, again, are pretty decent, so... Yeah. No, I, I do like the graphics. I like the way it's, it's very smooth gameplay. Uh, not really any problems with it, but for Do me, I reckon I'd pay a tenner. I reckon a tenner, tenner at the moment, and I reckon when more content comes out for it, then I'd say up to twenty. Mm, yeah, that's a fair assessment, I guess. Yep. yep. You know, because I I did play it for I, I remember because I, I played it on your account and I got on there on a Saturday morning and I do remember. Uh, playing and playing and playing into the afternoon and thinking, Do you know what? I always judge a game by if it's got that feel once you've. If you've got to get off the computer for dinner or something, if you've got that feeling or you it's go to bed, like at, you know, yeah, you know when you go to bed at night, but you're thinking about it, what you're going to do the next day. <laughs> if you get that with something, then, then yeah, you're on a winner track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True, you know, uh, and it's like Rise to Ruin and Rimworld. That's what I'm like with it. I, I'm going to work and I'm thinking about what I'm going to do in game all day. A bit like Jansen when he plays Imperium, same thing. Yeah. Just constantly can't can't get out of your mind, and you just you just want to get back there, and you want to you want to get to the end. But I found with that, I got to the end after probably six hours. Yeah, the end, the end of what there is the end, no, but the end of doing everything I could do. Yeah, like you see everything you can do, man. You realise there's so much to that, like the materials and things and elements you can put into your base. Yeah, but. Materials that takes for a long time to get all that. I unlocked stuff. everything in the research tree, and then it was like you yeah. unlocked everything in the research tree. Yeah, that doesn't take long. Yeah, because do you know how the research tree works in that? You just yes. drop items into the book, and then it randomly unlocks everything that's got that item. So basically, yeah. you drop an item in the book, it will say, "Yeah, this is a stone." Bup, 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 all of them unlock. Yeah. Yep, yep, true, true. And you unlocked everything. I was fine. I unlocked stuff. everything, but that's the point I was going to say. I unlocked everything, but there was stuff on there that I didn't have any remote reason to build. I'd, like, yeah. the furniture. Why? Don't need it. <sighs> yeah, I don't need it either, and I see your point there, but I know why a lot of people would want the kind of whole home effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you need, need to The person who made that massive yacht, I'm yeah. sure that had like loads of furniture and stuff inside. I never yeah. saw inside. Was there inside shots? I just remember. No, no, it was just the outside shot, but yeah, if you've done that amount of effort. Yeah. Yeah, I was impressive as hell, guys. I would go and check that out, like, for anyone that hasn't seen I that. It took ages was... to do that, though. But the thing oh, is, yeah. you say it was impressive. It was impressive to a, to a limit, but really, it was it was just loads of panels on one side 
like an mm. like an oblong, and then just a, a pointed nose. Yeah, but the amount of materials and length of time to get all yeah, the that's metal. What I mean. Getting metal in that is not easy. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I couldn't imagine doing that amount of effort for a game uh, that no one's going to see in game. We thought, yeah, let's let's do that. That could be cool. We could build a big house or mansion. This guy. I know. I know what we'd have ended up building. Too. This is me and you. We're talking about. You know what we'd have ended up building. Some, yeah, something that every boy. It's PG. It's PG. Something that every boy draws in their school book. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Uh, pie. Yeah, pie. <laughs> but yeah, raft, man. I, I do. It's. I got to say, I do like the game. I do like it, and uh, potential there to be really, really, really fun. Mhm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but we just have to see where it goes. Continue. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Right. Moving on, I believe the rest of you guys and girls haven't got any games because you've been so busy this month. Like, Jansen started a new job. Shell, you've been moving house. Yeah. So it was all on us. But yeah, that's that's the three main games. But it's not a bad thing that we haven't got loads of games this month because, man, we've got lots of questions. <laughs> Dude, yeah. we're, we're far from over yet. Far from over. Right, should we get good into... Good questions, though. Good yeah, questions. really, really good questions. And to be fair, uh, I appreciate the questions from everybody that sent them in because we've been trying for ages to get this Discord to really take off and it has taken off. And we've got a, a wicked community on there. There's no bad eggs in there whatsoever. You know, and there's like 200 and people in there now. And it's, it's just everyone in there, I know personally who I've met or have joined in through the podcast or I know where they've come from. And it's not like it's just loads of randoms. It's, 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 it's like one big family of people all getting together to love gaming which i love and that's what we aim to get and, and yeah it's working out but anyway community and extras anything you got anyone to say about the community games you're getting into things you want to do just apart from i'm, I'm joining you streamer guys hopefully next week yeah that's, that's about that's, it that's the same for me really i'm gonna crack on with my stream and hope that uh, you guys all kind of jump in get yeah. involved and you know you feel my pain now. You feel my pain, don't you? Now. Help me out. Like, <laughs> I just like it when people chat, chat in the uh, yeah. in the chat while I'm uh, while I'm playing. It kind of keeps me entertained as well. Yeah. yeah, but like you've had a good influence as well from the uh, community because a lot of lot of people have come on board and and have got involved. And you know, I'm I'm glad of that because that gave you that first boost you need to see what it's like to stream. For most of us, when we start, there's no one around. It's just you and no one. Just you're like just talking to yourself, and yeah. you know, but. The back end of the podcast has really, really set it off. I'm really looking forward to what might happen with our streaming crew, you know. So, uh, yeah, get involved, people. But apart from that, let's get into these questions because they are long. There's lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> right, same as normal. I'll read it out and we'll get your answers, people, and tell me what you think. Right, so the first question is from Pezza. And he says, hi, guys. My question is around PCI Express 4. Do you think it's coming next year for mainstream motherboards? How much difference will double data transfer speeds make to the standard 1440p gaming? And how much longer should I hold off on upgrading my whole rig? Great podcast, by the way. Pezza. Cheers for that, man. We much appreciate uh, your nice comments on the podcast. And what do you think, people? Uh, I was looking a lot at this um, earlier on, actually. Uh, it's a bloody cracking question, mate. It's a nice one. I wanted to do it justice by reading up it quite a lot. Um, because things like that interest me, like the specs of things. Yeah. Uh, apparently, apparently, uh, I had heard at PC Express 4.0 what was kind of coming out, and it was the next big thing, and it kind of is, because most of us are, are rocking 
3.0 and we're getting like you get crazy bandwidths out of that's like 32 gigs a second but the problem we're getting now is there's there, there's going to start being bottlenecks especially if we start throwing like kind of two three four graphics cards at not that we all do but our board is sharing uh not uh, pci lanes with so many things yeah so not just your graphics cards your m.2 drives your storage media uh it's 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 all taken up pci express lanes yeah and i actually came across this myself not this build i've got just now the build before i had so many things in there um including a dvd drive which i never used but i went to put in an m.2 drive for my boot drive thought i'll upgrade nothing would happen it wouldn't recognize it. i spent ages troubleshooting it couldn't figure out what it was i eventually found an answer that said you've maxed your lanes out man you, you've got no more lanes to give you're gonna have to take something out so the was laneless drive came out i was laneless mate i was skint when it came to lanes so i took the dvd drive out <laughs> i just did, i just realized what you said i was skinned when it came to lanes <laughs> Uh, so you don't get entertainment and comedy value at this pod, people. Oh um, man, that's classic. You know when you're sort of like listening, but you're you're like daydream listening, in, and then I, and then it just hit me, bang, hit me in the face. Power. I can entertain you, mate. Yeah. So I took the DVD drive out, uh, freed up the the lanes that are required to get the M.2 drive in there. So going forward, I thought, yeah, PCI Express 4.0 is going to blah, blah, blah. Kept it at the back of my mind, but I haven't looked at it for a while, Pezzo, so it's a good shout. Uh, 4.0 technically is out just now, I've been told. It was ratified, signed off. I tried to find motherboards earlier on that have got it in there, and I struggled. So I think they're holding off, and I think I know why they're holding off, because by the end of next year, and I don't know what the answer, the reason for this, PCI Express 5.0 is going to be signed off and ratified. And that's mental again. So you've got, to give you an idea, 3.0 is 32 gigs a second total bandwidth. Then you go up to 4.0, it doubles, 64 gigs. So that's great. That would suit 9.9 folk out of 10. But then you double it again, the 5.0 is going to have 120 gigs a second. So crazy, crazy bandwidth. So the answer to your question, should you wait? Probably not, because 4.0 was signed off last year sometime. We're still waiting for them to come to board. Yeah, you'll you'll constantly be on a waiting game all the time. Yeah, 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 it's true. And it's the same with the graphics cards that we yeah. discussed before. But the thing is, Nick, that is such a short uh, gap between 4 and 5 was was tiny. I mean, 3 to 4 was, was years. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you know how, how I go? Huh? Do you know how I upgrade? My my, my general plan of upgrading is, is by the RAM. So like I would only change from DDR3 to DDR4 because that was a, that takes a long time for that to happen. That's a big deal. Yeah, you're right. You're you know, right. and five and then upgrade to five and yeah. So I won't change my motherboard until there's a significant new technology which needs to be yeah done. Agreed. For Agreed. gaming, when you change the board, you have to change a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Change so... the chip. Yeah, I would say I would say Pez, I would upgrade just now because by the time 5.0 won't start coming out to motherboards until to 2020 at least. So you as well, they'll, they'll be coming out for 4.0 very soon. So wait for the 4.0, get in there because it's doubling your bandwidth, mate. And use it while uh, you can, yeah. Yeah, and then you'll have all the lanes you could. You can go nuts. Two M.2 drives, 
SLI with your graphics cards, SATA drives in there. You can go to town, and if you max that out, I'll be impressed, man. So, but I'm, I'm glad to say they're staying ahead of the curve and they're bringing out, they're already planning 5.0. And so blah, I was blah, about blah. to say this. I, I feel a little bit opposite of that. I feel like the whole PC market and everything's taken off now. It's, it's a known fact. And I feel like it's, it's, it's got to its peak. So, like, whereas before it was a rush to bring out new components, new upgrades and new specs, and it was happening pretty fast, now I feel a little bit like the computers are so powerful at the moment that mm. there's they can't go that far forward as quick as people can go forward. So, like, yeah. I've got 5820K. That's, that's a couple of generations back here. Yeah? And I'm still running with my processor now. I run it at 4.4. I can have it at 4.7. And I could even run it at 4 gigs. And that will still be enough to keep my graphics card running completely perfect. Yeah, and running games nice and smooth. How long? Like, I could even go for a DDR3 motherboard and put uh, a 1080 in there and get an old chip from, like, a fourth gen. Uh, and I can overclock that. And I could still get everything running perfectly smooth and nice. And do you, am I the only one that feels like this? Or do you feel like this as well? It's like, they're bringing out loads of new stuff. But it's not as quick as the technology. Like, the, the, they're bringing out all these different versions of water coolers. They're bringing out all these different types of fancy RAM with lights. They're bringing out graphics cards with lights all over in it. But there's not so much new stuff coming out. You're getting the Innovation's new Innovation's mother- slowing down, mate. Innovation. Yeah. It's the same way smartphones and Apple and all that. Innovation's slowing down. Because they can't bring out the same things and bring out variations of it. I think they could keep bringing out more and more stuff, and I think the technology's already there. But I think it's more the fact of people aren't going to buy it because the old stuff's still doing a good job, and it's lasting a lot longer. Part of the reason why they're delaying so long and bringing out another uh, NVIDIA card. Exactly. They don't need to. It's Um, like Leo's computer. He's using a DDR3 motherboard. It's a micro ATX tiny motherboard. He's got in there a 1050 Ti i put in there he's playing every game on high settings there's there's no need if that computer broke mm. it's probably worth about 100 to 150 quid now and it's what, you could go out and buy a second hand computer for that price put it's a, what you fancy it's everyone's different man it's some people want the state of the art things we're enthusiasts ourselves yeah so but like we want the, we want i'm the talking as a whole them. though as a general population it's like they i think they're generally slowing down with the technology they are, they are, they are. There's not the same innovation, but um, I wanted to quickly just finish off on that point because Pezza does ask a particular question there uh, in terms of 1440p gaming. Now, the way I understand that is the cards that come out are designed to run in so many lanes. So in terms of you running at a certain resolution, it won't really affect that per se. Uh, when they bring out PCI Express 4.0, you'll probably find that the 1180 Ti or the 12A or whatever will be tuned to make, you know, take use out of that, make full use out of that, and then they'll bump the lanes up there. It's only when you want to start throwing in two, three, four cards that the lanes are important to you, Peza. That's when you, you need to worry about that. Just yeah. now, you want, to, you want 1440, you want 4K, whatever, man, uh, just stick in the relevant number of cards Make sure you don't max out the lanes, and and you should be good, mate. I would say keep your eyes out for 4.0 coming out to motherboards. They might be there already. I couldn't see any myself. Get one of them, and then you're happy on that for a while. Is man. it something you'd upgrade for, Trev? Uh, yes, I would, because 
that is a big change of technology, like we just discussed. It is. It's not like a. It's not like a just a bump up in the, yeah. the the graphic card scale. It's a new generation. It's a new type of technology. It's not a new type. It's a brand new variation of it. Yeah. Well, it's, would... it's it's headroom, isn't it? It's opening up a whole new headroom of of what you can do. But what I might do is I might end up just waiting to 5.0 because this is a kind of recent rig I've got. I've got everything pretty much up to date and up to scratch. I know what you can do. But... Why don't you keep What's sending that? your computer back every month until it comes out? I can't. Uh, I've got the parts <laughs> are too old. <laughs> I've done it with a monitor two or three times as well. Until, did but you I really? Was to, I was trying to find the right one, though, to be fair. And I did find the right one in the end, so I was happy with that. Did I get someone else about monitors? Bye. Sorry, yeah, try before you buy. Did try I... before you buy is a good model, I like it. Did you but know? then she, Shell was making a point earlier on, uh, take mm. it with a pinch of salt, that certainly, at least in the US, Amazon are going to rumour to be bringing in a lot of the returns you can make in one year, probably because of all the transport and trips of the world. Uh, so, <laughs> guys, I've yeah. That for you. yeah. I think there'll be a bit of a maybe lawsuit to that one because that's the lawsuit where, coming your way anyway infringing your rights you know but yeah i hope that's not the case but yeah right. so, i hope uh, i hope that answered your question pezzo it's a really really good question and uh, we really appreciate you sending it in right the next question is from comic clown 87 and he says hey i have a question as i've had a 15 year break from gaming and i recently just built a new pc to get back going what games over, say, the past three to five years would you class as the must-plays? Cheers, Comic Clown 87. Oh, I bet you've not got some answers five. for this. Fifteen years, man. Wait, he has, he, no, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's played GTA 5. He started it 15 years ago, and it's still loading. <laughs> Where have you been, man? Have you clever, been clever. Or have you been on the moon? Christ, it, it all depends on what kind of games you're into. I mean, yeah. if you're into, like, the simulations, then obviously you you would have jumped from sims 1 to sims 4 and you would see the massive difference if you like your shooters you got the cards and you got like the gtas it just totally depends on what kind of gaming you're into he's been away that long he's missed no, the no. release of half-life 3 nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm only kidding man you gotta realize you gotta realize he hasn't been away he hasn't been to prison for 15 years well i hope he hasn't <laughs> i hope but, not, man. but well, I, I assume the same as all of us he left pc as a kid yeah and he went to console and now he's come back from console because they've gone downhill and he's come back to PC gaming. Bet I'm right. Welcome yeah. back, mate. Welcome back. I'd say give Civilization Six a go. I mm. really like it. It's something you can kind of ease yourself into. It's a good game and yeah, I feel like. Would you say that was a must play though? Yeah, I yeah, would say that. Was I a... love Civ. Yeah, I love it as well, but I wouldn't class that in the general public as a must play unless you're specifically a strategy. Like Choose being... the top game know. for me. Choose the top game from each kind of like genre. We take it like. in turns. We take it in turns. Jansen, what's your top game in the last five years? Um, yeah, there's there's so many. Like if you really spread it out over that amount of time. First one you think of. First one that comes to mind is probably Doom. Oh, the Doom. yes, baby. The Doom and was good as well. It's cheap to buy now if he's it's looking for something. Yeah. The good thing about Doom as well, though, is it's just so easy to get into. It's just like just sit your ass on the chair, press that button, and just get taken away with it. It's yeah. so easy in your machine as well, mate. It runs yeah. smooth. It cost, they, they, but they... just play the single player. Don't bother with the multiplayer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was rubbish. Do you remember when that came out as like a, a beta testing, and it was like, well, we'll all get onto Doom and, and and play the thing. It was running around <laughs> like shooting. Each other. I was like, what is this crap? 
It's an Unreal Tournament, which is good, but it's trying to be something it's not. But all of us said we weren't going to buy the game because of it. Yeah. We Amazing, all turned yeah. around and was like, "I'm not buying that. That's crap." Well, I bought it. I, I, it's never, it's never, no, no, no. never yeah, but that's doing for the multiplayer, mate. Yeah, that's true. I get what you're saying, but <laughs> but originally we played it because we was hyped. The hype train was there. We played it, and then we was like. This multiplayer is crap. Hope the game's not like this. The game came out, and then we realised the game was actually amazing. They should never mm. have done that testing on the multiplayer. At least give us the first level or something to play. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Like a proper demo, like back in the day. Yeah, play the first level, more. and then you buy the game. <laughs> Teaser. Yeah. But yeah, so Doom, Doom's yours. Shell, what's your game? Hmm. Civilization. Something no, something a bit different. I would go for seven days to die. Seven days to die. Yeah. Oh man, seven I days mean, to die. I get stressed on that game a few times. I've put so many hours into it, and I've had some amazing time with some great people. It, and it's had a graphics hall now, hasn't it? Oh, it it's no. amazing, and they've added so much, and they will continue adding it. And I think it's just one of those games that is. I've just put so many hours, had so much fun, and it's challenging, and it is. You need a community for that fun. game, though. You do, it makes it more fun with the community, but you can play it on your own. You can play it on your own, but it's it's something you need. Even, you even, need to, even a co-op like, you need to it's have. Got mixed, it's got mixed reviews, Chill. It's a specific game, isn't it, to a specific audience? That's Very why. positive, all reviews, but recent were mixed. Maybe the, the recent update was a bit dodgy. I think it's more like in lines of people wanted more updates, and they wanted more graphics in it, and they didn't yeah. get it. Would you say that, Shell? I would say so. Yeah, because it's used... a lot that people want, and the community has got a very yeah. uh, loud community. I'll say. Yeah, yeah, it's got massive and... following. <laughs> Is it still it's got massive following. That's five no. years now, man. Four or five. Did it come out? Did it come out full release? It used to be really, really poor graphics. It was pixelated as anything. It looked like Minecraft. Yeah, and then. They kept hyping up the new graphics was coming out, and then everybody kept going back and playing it, and it was like, this is the same. And they'd say, no, it's coming out, and it's the same. And then one day, all of a sudden, the graphics just changed, and every played it, it was like a different game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember when they had a massive patch in beta, and the stuff they added was insane. It made it a whole new game. And people who had stopped playing it for ages came back and started playing it again, and they're still playing it now. Yeah, for, Ooh, just, wow. just so uh, Comic Clown can understand, we're talking about it, uh, from our views, but we haven't actually said what the game is. So I'll let you you describe it, Shell. Seven Days to Die is an open-world kind of zombie horde survival game. Uh, there's a lot of rummaging, you go around scavenging, and then you can either build your own base or fix up old bases, and there's loads of different towns and places to explore, and there's loads of different types of zombies that you encounter. But there's loads of ways to kill them as well, isn't there? Like, you can set up traps oh, yeah. and build traps and build yeah. pitfalls and... And they come every seven days. Is well, zombies se- are always there, but there's there's massive the horde. hordes on every seven days. Yeah. yeah. And there's like different kinds of hordes depending on how far into the game you are. Yeah. And the whole game's about you and your little crew seeing how many days you can survive. What's the most useful? I think I got to like 64 days or something. I think we got into a couple hundred because I used to have be part of a very good community who used yeah. to look after each other. And yeah, that was like a full-time job back then. <laughs> yeah. But it is, it is, it's got that following, you know. But yeah, yeah Seven yeah. Days to Die shells. Soups. Well, if we can do uh, like special edition release, I would go with Elder Scrolls. Really? I thought you were... Skyrim. Yeah. Because the special edition added quite a lot of graphical improvements. Wow, I thought you'd have gone for XCOM. But no, but if not that, then Witcher 3. 
Oh, Witcher mm. 3. Yeah, Witcher 3. I'm thinking as a must-play, yeah. Witcher yeah. 3 is... I is say yeah, and I've anyone. not played it. I loved watching Joe play Witcher 3. Oh, it was amazing. You've got, to have, you've got to have some graphics card to play that, though. Yeah. Yeah, beast. You know. It's got that. It's got that yeah. hair. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but like yeah, the hair. Hair works. Hair works. Hair works. That's it. Lara's, Lara Croft's got it as well. I know what to do. Let's render every hair. That would be a good idea hey, for the graphics. You... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, can't make... it's not working. <laughs> I'm at one frame. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> the hair looks amazing. Yeah. It's not a Vidal Sassoon advert, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like him turning around going, because I'm worth it. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, classic. Yeah, but Witcher 3 is probably my second favourite game of all time. Yeah, open world. So, yeah. Do whatever you want to do the way you want to do it, basically. Yeah, and e- like every every kind of person you speak to has got their own little story. Yeah. All yeah. the side stories feel like main, main quests. So it's, uh, it's brilliant. I think it's one of my favourite genres is like every little action you take has a reaction and a consequence. Yeah. I love that, so... Yeah. And there's no microtransactions. Yeah. Yay. And it's Boys a single player game. Yeah. And it's got a good board game in it as well. <laughs> played, that for, played that for longer than the it's game, yeah. It's a card game. Yeah. Gwen's a card game, yeah. They actually made a, a game. There's a whole game out of it, in yeah. The, in the actual Witcher, though, they're on pieces of wood, aren't they? Um, maybe. I don't know. Sure, I remember being on wood. Like little wooden pieces. No, they weren't wooden pieces. They were card, it was a card game. I know it's a card game. But I'm sure in the game it was like you... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was a long time ago, and I never really played the game. I played that more than before Gwent came out as a side game. I played that in the game in the first section where you're doing a tutorial on it, and I just played that for longer, I think, because I've had so many games to play. But yeah, anyway, Trev, what's your game? No, oh, you know, I'm going to say it's never changed. It's Rust. It's the, I've spent thirteen hundred odd hours on it. I'm still playing it, right? and he's still hiding in the same base. Still, still my thing. Still but, naked. But then I tend to not really talk about it much because these guys just constantly take the piss he's out been, of it. So he's been playing it for 1,300 hours and that game's renowned because that game's the only game where your manhood is sized as once you get it, that's it. And yeah. personally, no if I was Trevor, I wouldn't play. I wouldn't play just because of, uh, yeah... I came in and showed well, him you up. Got a ma- you, you, yours is um, very large, Russ, so what are you complaining about? Yeah, I know. I was just saying, if I was you, and I've been playing for 13 hours and it hadn't grown yet. <laughs> 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 I came into well, game, I'm playing. Uh, uh, first time I played with Trev, I walk up to him and he's like, oh my god. I'm like, what? What are you going on about? Oh my god. Monster. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> obviously I can't see my own. <laughs> I guess they've reworked a lot of it because uh, all the, like uh, let's just say hair has been added in places all over the body, and uh, yeah, they've done a pretty good job. But yeah, that, that's that's if you like survival games, that's got good reviews. So yeah, for me, I've got a couple of quick draw games I'm going to say which are must plays and they're cheap now. One being Fallout Four, that is a must. That doesn't matter what anyone says, you all got to agree that's still be at the top. I don't agree, but I'm telling you. <laughs> it's not as good as The Witcher 3. You don't think? No chance. You've not played The Witcher 3. No, I, I, I will give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, the only reason I didn't play The Witcher 3, though, is because I had a lot of games on I needed to play at the time. So you know when you start playing something, but your, your heart's not in it, so you don't really take it seriously. 
And you then... should get it now. It's you can get it for like less than fifteen quid, I think, now with the DLCs and stuff. It's yeah, I might, uh, I might be tempted to, but it just feels price. a bit gone, a bit far gone. But I might do, especially now I've got the new monitor. It'd be really good on that as well. But yeah, my my quickfire ones is Fallout Four, all the Borderlands, <laughs> Borderlands One through, and just keep Very going. Good. Borderlands One you get for a couple of quid now, so mm-hmm. that's really good. And I'd say Dead Island. So what we're doing three each or one each? No, I'm just uh, quick firing my games. One and then you just put out a whole list. (laughs) He's in charge. He is God. He gets to do what he wants. It depends what genre you like, mate. At the end of the day, I'm a boss. I think we've named every genre. (laughs) Pretty much. I'd like to add They Are Billions. Yeah, They Are Billions (laughs) is a really good game. Have you invited that chance, though? He's been playing oh, it forever. He still can't get off yeah. level one. That's why he hasn't told us. We never <laughs> see you online playing. You must just hide offline in your little room because we never ever yeah, see yeah. online. He doesn't playing like talking games to the boys. To be fair though, to be fair, like I've got to be honest. Like Jance does what I I feel like doing sometimes. He will close himself off to focus on the game because he feels like I, I feel exactly the same as him. I feel you like I can't talk. Me. You shout at me. You take the piss if I don't come <laughs> play for more than a few days. If we can choose more than one game, I'm gonna stick XCOM two in there. <laughs> yeah, XCOM 2, that's a winner. I'm going to have another one. XCOM 2. Because that's awesome. Dark Souls 3. I'm going to stick that one in. Ah, oh, no, break that one. <laughs> I've upset a lot of people saying that. I hate Dark Souls. Dark Souls is amazing. Yeah, you're good at games. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Shell, have you played Dark Souls? I've not, no. Play not it. My type of game. Play it and see what you think. You end up beating your husband up. With the controller. Oh, that sounds a little bit more interesting. <laughs> She's buying it tomorrow. <laughs> I, will, I will second Jance's opinion on Doom. I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. That and Half-Life 2 are two of the best games I've played, I think, of all are we going? Oh, hold on a minute. Are we going old? He said in the last five years. <laughs> well, the last five years is... Half-Life, not in the last... Half-Life is like 20-odd years old. Yeah, you know that. <laughs> Of all time, I said they're my favourite games of all time. We weren't doing all time. You had to take it. There's a line and you've crossed it. I like Secret of Mana, the original one on the snares. (laughs) Oh my god, we're going console as well now. We're going console, yeah. (laughs) What if we're going consoles? Man, you lot have gone deep. I like the Game Boy, the original Mario. But console was bad. Where where you started and you jumped on the the first jump, you jumped into the clouds and you just ran all the way along the level. What about Pong? Let's go right Alex the Kid. Alex. Oh, Alex the Kid. It weren't called <laughs> Alex the Kid, you... Oh, my yes, God. Yes, it was called Alex the Kid. I had it, and I played it's it called called Alex Kid. Alex Kid. <laughs> Alex the Kid. No. no Mate, Trev's no getting in a dark there. route here. Shell, take him down. Take him down about Zelda. Oh, I, I don't even want to discuss Zelda. He's going down that route again. Not even doing that. Oh, my God. You offended so many people. <laughs> I don't care. She's the offended. Nintendo's you can tell the voice. Nintendo's been awful since GameCube. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> me and you need to have words after we finish recording. You were you weren't far away. You were just down in England as well. You could have kicked my ass, but now you're so far away. He wasn't far away. He was just down in England. You're and he's in, in Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> just pop there. <laughs> That's pretty much as far as you could get because I was right on the side. Just walk the, the dog coast. up there. Actually, no, oh, yeah, I, was, uh, I was actually seeing Nick at one point, I think. Was that uh, I don't think you were there. Oh. No, I think you were there either the week before. Or just yeah, after. you didn't invite us to your wedding. We were disappointed. She I did. was beyond busy. I did. I said, if you turn up, you're fine. We would have turned up. 
Mm-hmm. You should have. It was you... so hot. It was incredibly hot. Like, oh my word. We would have turned up, and within an hour, you'd have kicked us out. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You would have been actually very welcome because we had way too much alcohol left over, so we needed someone <gasps> to step up, and I think you lot would have done that. Yeah, we would have oh. definitely done that. We did. We never intended to have a free bar, but we bought so much alcohol to begin with that my family and friends didn't drink enough of it. To be fair, Crazy. me and Jansen, we went to Twitch London recently, which is, and it was a really hot day. It was like 30 degrees or whatever. And yeah. it was in a really nice complex where it had a massive like club, open air balcony, all, all like decking and that. And it was all open with all the beers and everything. Anyway, mm-hmm. we, we said, we're going there for business. We're going to meet people. We're going to mingle. <laughs> and yeah, we're going to, we're going to meet some new streamers, you know do our thing get a group of mm-hmm. us and and mingle and that and uh so we thought oh you know what it, it probably won't be that much drinks there and that so we'll have a drink on the way so what happens typical me and jansen and if you really know us people we're quite serious when it comes to business gaming and stuff like that but when we go out and there's beer involved <laughs> the world changes jansen said <laughs> look i think i'm gonna have a few beers before we go you know get me a bit lively before we go because i'm gonna enjoy the day so i was like all right then so we turn up at my house at 11 o'clock by the time we've got off the train uh which was a 40 minute journey i had done like half a bottle of vodka he had done what i don't know what you drank we both smashed oh out God. of our nut and we then we we're, then we're in shoreditch and we're going around all the bars like before midday we was by the time we got to twitch london we could even, people were probably just looking at us going, look at them two drunkards over there. We <laughs> had an, We had an ma- amazing day. And we carried that on from 11 in the morning all the way through till like 1 in the morning when I sent you nice. them, when I sent you lot the pictures of us in the pizza shop. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, that's, that's stamina. I can't do that anymore. Jeez. Oh, man, me and Jackson can. We love it. Alkies. Uh, I don't know if <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we we went to Twitch London and we had an amazing time there. Uh, next year, you've all got to come, man. It was so good. But yeah, we was a little bit too drunk, which we should have toned down. <laughs> but never mind, eh? Right, let's move on. The next question, uh, Comic Clown. Cheers for that question. Uh, it's much appreciated. I hope you uh, enjoyed our answers. And uh, yeah, the next question is uh, Man City, and he says, "I've heard the release of Scum is coming on early access to Steam." My question is, do you think it will turn out to be a good game? It looks very complex, like an RPG shooter survival game. Also, it's the kind of game podcasters are into. Man City, what do you think? Anyone seen this game? I personally haven't seen it. I have not heard of it. I hadn't until the question popped up, so I had a quick look at it. But it looks it looks good. It looks like a survival game that is all we seem to be talking about these days. Um, but it's... Um, it looks like a really high quality graphics version of, you know, um, a survival game. It looks like there's a lot more complexity to it as well. Other yeah. than that, there's not there's no real uh, detail on it that I could see. Oh, it really? says it's coming out in August, but it doesn't have a date. So this is going to be more of a sort of one where we'll keep watching it. Yeah, Man City, what we'll do is, because we don't know much about it, we'll keep an eye into it, and we'll try and do a bit of digging, see what we can find out, and maybe we'll talk about it on the next podcast as well. Does that sound yeah, good? Yeah, it might, it might be out by then. Yeah, maybe we could even play it, and then and then see what we think. Yeah, Man City, we'll keep an eye on it. It's been a very busy month, so we haven't really had that much of a chance to look at uh, a lot of new games. Me and Supes was talking about a few new games coming out, but yeah, this didn't really come up, did it? Until your question, so no, I didn't, didn't even notice it to be honest. Yeah, but we'll keep we'll check it out and we'll uh, we'll keep you informed. But yeah, we appreciate the question, Man City. Next up, 
It's lost so many questions this month. So good. Next month, Tom G. And he says, if you were offered the chance, and you're going to, you lot are really going to, I know this is going to be a long one. If you were not, <laughs> if you <laughs> if you were offered the chance to leave this world, instead live inside a universe of a video game, which game would you choose, Tom G? Who wants to go first? I'm excited for this one. I want to hear your guys' answers. Jan's would be like, they are billions, and then you'd just be like, you have to be running for my life constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, like, I can't choose. I, I'm between three or four. So number one is Hyrule, which is Legend of Zelda, because I just think that'll be so much fun. It's very pretty. Um, I'd love to be an Albion, which is Fable. Yeah, yeah. It's got Albion. all the pubs. I love the kind of, like, Fable 2 era as well. I just oh, love, I'd love Fable 3. steampunky thing. And, well, Fable 3 is more steampunk. Yeah, but I, I love, love the Fable thing just like just before the Industrial Revolution and stuff. Yeah. But I'd love to go Albion. <laughs> My other one was Teldrassil from World of Warcraft, which I know is kind of I think it's being gotten rid of in the next update. But I've never played World of Warcraft. So, I've played it for oh, like five it's so minutes. Pretty. It's so pretty. But I would want to be. I I don't just want to live there because I'd be weird because I'd be the only human. But it'd be good to be a night elf and live there. So that was my. So that's your fantasy over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. so, all all three of yours are pretty much a similar sort of thing. Yeah. Like fantasy, fantasy world. Well, I was thinking about the Mushroom Kingdom because I thought that would be quite cool as well. The Mushroom but Kingdom from where? Super Mario. I've never even heard of the Mushroom Kingdom. What? I'm gonna that's get put in Trevor's world. Oh, is that's, it? I'm gonna get put... Super Mario. <laughs> I'm gonna get oh put in Trevor's God. book. <laughs> Gamers. <laughs> I never said I was a Nintendo gamer. Actually, I did say I was a Nintendo gamer. I wasn't a console yeah. gamer. Actually, but... Nintendo seems to be where all you guys fall down. No, not the thing is, I <laughs> Nintendo's been one of my most favourite consoles that I've always played on. But yeah. I just don't think I take that much notice of the detailing. I just enjoy it's the just gameplay. Yeah, to yeah. be fair. But if I had to choose, I think I'd go for Albion because the pubs, the drunks, the whores and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. You heard it from the horse's mouth there, people. <laughs> the real shell's coming out now. <laughs> she's, been, she's been on a few podcasts and now she's comfortable. Right, Jance, what about you, mate? Yeah, so I'd probably go for a world that's like in cyberpunk because I like that whole kind of futuristic dystopian city that you get in something like Blade Runner. Even though like some people might think like yeah it's a bit bleak, I think living in something like that would be pretty cool. Yeah, you like what I don't know. You've been to Tokyo before, haven't you? Uh well Hong Kong. Hong Kong. But yeah, I reckon if I lived somewhere like that I'd probably be a criminal as well. So I'll probably be <laughs> like down in the slums. <laughs> what? Why would you even think that? Because that's where all the action is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's going downhill today on this podcast, ain't it? You got Shell talking about what she's talking about, you talking about being a criminal. If I could be any world, I think I'd be in the criminal world. Man, crazy, crazy. Soups. I don't know. I mean, I quite like the idea of like the Skyrim world where you've got magic and you know old school with no technology and all that kind of thing. But yeah, then I think... also, I'm torn between that. The dead or alive beach volleyball kind of world because I think <laughs> I would quite like to live in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Well, it's always hot. You're on the beach. Yeah, but I do. Just I see what you're volleyball. saying about like the Skyrim worlds and that because like because they're physically graphics are so nice in the game. You can visualise more what it'd be like to really be there. Yeah, you know. I, mean, I think it 
getting a little bit older now, so I'm looking forward to the new the new Elder Scrolls. But yeah, that the Elder Scrolls universe I quite like. Yeah. See, for me, it would. I think you know I I don't know. It's really really a hard question for me. So I've got like loads I'd like to be in. Like I'd like to be in Fallout, uh, just because of the whole old fashionedness of it and you know the way it is going back and having that all happen and stuff. But then again, I'd also like to go into something like Borderlands, where it's just complete craziness. It's like being in Mad Max. I don't know. Maybe that'd be a bit scary, but I'd be stressed out. You'd be stressed out. I'd just be like, oh man, give me a paracetamol. (laughs) There's too much stuff going on. I'd be like, buy me a crate. Buy me a loot crate. I can collect all the guns. (laughs) But yeah, I think it'd be easier for me to say I'd rather be in a film than a computer game. Like, I'd love to be in the Goonies. Go on, say it. Someone say it. I know it's coming. You'd be sloth. Yeah, all right. (laughs) (laughs) There you guys. I've got his mask next to me. Baby Ruth. (laughs) Baby Ruth. Mama's been bad. Chocolate. (laughs) I could do a wicked... I could do a wicked uh, action of that. I actually... Once I I was on stream recording, and... uh, I basically just I said like I've just got to get a drink or something, and I came back with my full sloth mask on, and everybody was wetting themselves. It was well funny, because I've got a mask got all the hair on it and everything. It's pretty cool, but yeah, Tom, I hope that answered your question. Wicked question. Shame we we're running out of time, so we didn't get much to go in, into too much depth uh, with it. But yeah, no, that was a wicked question. Next up, we've got Hand of Five, and he said, I was wondering if you guys had any thoughts on these. Shit Dax. <laughs> Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> how do you pronounce it, you fools? That, that is it. It is shit. But it, it's spelled S C H double I T. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's how it's pronounced. Did you do that on purpose, Hand of Five? Just so we said hey. that on the podcast. I'm, I'm actually crying. I'm Sorry, i got to run the tornado sirens going off, so we got to get down to the shelter, all right? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it happens quite a lot here, don't worry. Oh I'll speak God. to you guys soon, okay? Oh, shit, good luck. Text us, let's get some pictures. <laughs> I will do. Bye. <laughs> Cheers, it was nice yeah. knowing you, Shell. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in Kansas. Yeah, see you later. She's going to her Bye. game right now. Yeah, she's going to Oz. Yeah, it's just where she's going. Oh man, crazy! Out. Because she's she's right in a place, everyone, where basically there's tornado warnings all the time, and she's been sending us pictures of tornadoes like behind her car, like massive ones, like the ones you see in films. Yeah, fair play. She's just legged it now. She's probably running right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. Right, I'll read a question. I was wondering if you guys had any thoughts on these shit dacks and amps. If you use them or heard anything about them, if not, is there something similar that you would recommend by Hand 5? So, yes, it's not shit DAX as in not very good. It's the company SCHIIT, and they make really good products. Uh, They're very popular with gamers and people are into good quality audio. It's something I was looking into a while back, and I was going to buy these these DAX and amps. However, they're quite expensive. Well, they are good, but they're quite expensive, and they don't look they don't look too fancy. So they're all about 
like function over aesthetics. And it's all about quality, um, I'll take it, yeah. It's all about quality. That's all they care about is the quality over really what they look like. Um, yeah, because like the, these are products for like pure audio files. This yes. isn't for gaming. So like you, you're going to pay something like £500 to £1,000 for a DAC and an amp just to play games with it for me personally i think it's a bit overkill for gaming because i don't think you're gonna get the full use out of it and like these are people that are gonna have something like a two grand stereo system and then they have that plugged into it to be able to use their headphones because they're listening to uncompressed audio files and like real high-end audio and they've they're using like tube amps and things like that. So when people are then taking that technology and plugging it into their PC, I'm thinking it's, overkill. It, yeah, it's it's unnecessary, really. Yeah, see, it, see, it depends if you're going to use it for other things as well. Yeah. Uh, see, me being honest, this this for me is out of my area. Really, it's out of my league. I I. I tend to even say to people, unless you're doing some kind of musical, using musical equipment and stuff, or doing recording or a studio or something, I wouldn't even go with a sound card. I just use the one on the motherboard. I've always said that because I think the sound quality is, is superior enough for gaming, yeah. just like that. Yeah, but yeah, if you've got a high-end motherboard, it will come with a high-end sound card built into it. Yeah, and then you can buy headphones that come with their own um, DAC as well. And so you, you could buy a, a, like a really nice pair of headphones for about 150 quid to 200 quid, and you'll have your DAC that you plug in, but it would be specific for gaming as well. So it will have features on it that you can use in-game. You'll have things where you can turn the vocals up and down. You can turn the sound of footsteps up or down. But when you've got one of these like high-end ones, like the shit one, you don't have anything like that. That is purely built for quality. And when you're playing a game, the sound quality of that game probably isn't even that high. Like some games, like you get Dolby Sound or you get THX or something like that. But most games you're playing, it's just like 2.0 stereo. Then you're passing that through 600 quid worth of like processing and you've probably got a pair of 20 pound headphones on it, it like none of it goes together if you're doing it for gaming it's i think it's a waste of money really yeah yeah i i, I would agree i mean i i'm one to always go for proper high-end stuff in, in everything to do with computer and um I tried some, to be honest, I tried some gaming headsets and thought um, I wasn't really getting anywhere with them. Um, you know, I tried the Steel Series. You don't like um, Steel Series? It was, I bought the, the wireless one, which came with the DAC. It was about That's... 300 quid. Uh, it was not the Arctic ones. No, it was the Arctic 7s, I think. Yeah, it was, it was like their top flagship model headset, but the audio was fine. But it was like crushed my head. It was so uncomfortable. It was tight. Really? My ears started to hurt. Yeah, yeah. See, these um, ones I've got, they're the most comfortable headphones. They're so light and airy. And because they've got that, like, they've got a band rather than having the actual plastic over the top of your head, 
it it just feels like they're not on my head. This that the 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 cups as well, like uh like air cups, so they're not pressured onto your head. Yeah, but anyway, so I tried I tried them, I tried another set, and I couldn't get anywhere with them. So I thought oh, I'm going to try some proper head headphones, you know, non-gaming proper audiophile headphones. So I, I went with some Biodynamic DT990s, which were 150 quid. Really, really awesome. So light. They they feel they feel brilliant on your head. And I bought a separate DAC and amp for these because these go in a three and a half mil jack. And I went with the Sennheiser GSX 1000, which uh, there's lots of reviews of it on YouTube. Uh, I think Jay's Two Cents did a review along with a few other guys. But that's that's got uh, like virtual 7.1, and I know a lot of people sort of frown upon that because they say it's just completely nonsense. But this is supposedly the best virtual 7.1 you can get for um, sort of gaming. Because I've got a decent motherboard. It's a uh, Maximus 9 formula yeah. by Asus, which is like one of the top motherboards you can get. But still, it's it makes such a big difference having this separate uh, DAC and amp. Because you needed an amp for these headphones because they're, they're not 32 ohm uh, headphones. They're higher. So they need an amp to power them. Yeah. Um, so it all depends on what you're, what you're going for, really. But I definitely recommend the gear that I've got if you're prepared to pay for it. Yeah, see, it's just funny, isn't it, how people are so different. Like, on the like performance side and PC side of it, like, I'm completely top-end. And then it's amazing how sound... It's just overlooked sometimes. It's only yeah, when cause... you hear that quality that you think, actually, I've been missing out there. Yeah. So like when I put in these, this this um, this DAC with this 7.1, and you can adjust it, and all of a sudden it's like, holy crap! You can tell when you if hear something's a pin behind you. Yeah. yeah. It, which you know, if you plug it just in normally, the sounds great. You know. Uh, and yeah. anyone else that's just had, you know, normal stereo would go, yeah, the stereo is fantastic. But as soon as you plug in something like real high quality converter, yeah. but you, you you don't know what you're missing out on until you try it. But it's like these Arctic Sevens I've got. They're not the highest quality you can get. They're only about hundred quid. And like I bought them purely because of I like the look of them and I like the headbands because I kept getting a hurting head from my headphones. And to be fair, the old headphones I had were ninety quid. And I thought they was pretty good. They were 5.1, and I thought they were pretty good. But then, do you know what? No lie, you can tell the difference in quality. When I put these headphones on, and these are un- and these are like uh, drastically underneath your ones as well. So they're, they're, the quality is not that good, but they're much better than the ones I had before. But when I put these on, and I first switched them on, and the first sound on the computer, because of the way the cups are, because they're like so you can hear outside and inside. I actually thought something was behind me and I turned around because the sound, <laughs> it sounded like it came from behind me because the other headphones were so crap compared to them, if you know what I mean. And uh, yeah, it, it, I, I still do it now. Like you don't talk and I'm, I'm looking around. But so your, your headphones, I can imagine being amazing. Uh, yeah, I like them and they're so comfortable as well. So you can just have them on your head for... You know, hours on end, and they're so light, you don't feel they're there. They don't get hot. Oh, you know, my last it's... headphones used to kill my head, man. They used to leave proper squares, three squares imprinted in the top of my head. And I mean, like, for three days, I'd have, like, a uh, five mil sunken square in the middle and at the sides of my head. And that's through my hair as well. 
See, on my headphones, um, I've got a memory foam. So once I get them in the right position and leave them there, they're all right. And I can yeah, wear them for down. a long time. Yeah. But yeah. even like with my setup, I've got an external sound card. But my sound card was like £150. And then I've got like studio monitor speakers. And I've got a studio quality headphones as well. All my stuff is KRK. Because I've specifically bought this stuff for like music production, yeah. But it 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 helps with games. I can imagine what I've got now would sound a lot better than if I just had like a standard pair of like gaming headphones. But at the end of the day, it's not what they're designed for. It's overkill. It's, yeah, it's like when you're making music, you need to hear every frequency that your ear can pick up. You need to hear every single bit. And that's what these are designed for. So when you play music, you hear more in a song than you would playing it through like a regular amp and speakers. But when you're playing a game, yeah, all it yeah. is is just making the game clear. It's not. It's not really. It's not really giving you that much more that you would have to spend what I spent to yeah. get it's, that it's, extra. It's like hearing. Like all the little bits, it's like I don't know if you ever done this. I do this every now and then. I listen to a song and I just think, yeah, that was a good song. And then I hear it again and I hear it again and I start noticing different sounds that have been put in there, which you you don't normally hear. And if you listen yeah. to it on the really top quality like monitor speakers like you've got, you start noticing all these little sounds. You're thinking that's just like a really weird little sound there they just put yeah. in, but you don't normally hear it. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's yeah. because there's a whole frequency range that a producer is using but when yeah. you're using like low end stuff you're only hearing the middle and that's why like yeah you, when when you're making music you need to have the equipment for it but yeah. i think what people are going for now they're just looking at like the technology that's out there that is top end and thinking i want the best and buying that but yeah, i yeah. think at the end of the day they're just kind of wasting their money really yeah yeah, so if you've got like a, a 20 grand stereo system set up and you're listening to a orchestral piece, you will probably get the benefits of having like the extra DAC and the high-end headphones that you, you'll you get everything that you want out of like the music you're listening to. But I think when you take that and you put it into gaming, you're not really getting the same thing. Yeah. So, so overall, you you don't think it's worth getting that unless you're doing some kind of music production or or something really really deep, basically. Yeah, and I think if you if you want to go down that route, just do like what Soups has done. You you don't have to go for these super top end ones. You could just get a mid range one if you feel that you want that extra. Yeah. But I personally think you could just go for one of these gaming headsets that have like a built in DAC yeah. and be done with it. I kind of did a bit of a hybrid, really. I mean, I went for a... I would probably say it was mid-range, probably on the lower range of audiophile um, headset. You know, 150 quid, but probably better than most um, gaming headsets with regards to what you can hear. And the the DAC that I bought was is more of a gaming-specific one. So mm. I know it's made by Sennheiser, but it's... It's got 7.1. You don't listen to music in 7.1. I don't no. think anyone ever does that. 
um, so it is made specifically for for gaming. So headphone like 150, the DAC was 200, but then you're missing out on a mic. So you can buy a mic, you know, and it soon starts to add up, you know. Um, yeah. Versus, do you get a headphone like Nick's got the Arctic Seven, which has got headphone, mic, real decent great reviews and you know nick obviously raves about it and you know his setup costs less than half of what mine did and i'm going a bit deaf so i probably can't make the most of what i can hear anyway yeah i find the thing is i think it's overkill and like i play games because i love games but the sound to me i want to hear the games nicely but i don't really think you need to go that much overkill like for me you know i should really invest in a professional mic and everything but I got these as a temporary measure, and I really like them, and I'm I'm, I'm all right with the sound that comes out of them, you know. We're, we're not like a professional outfit. We're like amateur podcasters building a community in that. So, you know, I, I think it's, this is relevant to what we do. I think it would come down to your budget and also what you're interested in. If you've not got a 1080 Ti, don't bother with the really expensive sound because yeah. your graphics is always going to be priority over your sound. Yeah. If you've got top quality uh, hardware in your PC with regards to graphics, CPU, GPU, motherboard, RAM, and all that kind the of stuff, the whole shebang, and you've got a lot of money, you know, by all means, treat yourself and you know, go for some yeah. real good quality sound. Otherwise, you know, prob- I'd probably say upgrade your graphics card before you upgrade your, your sound. Yeah, equipment. with that kind of money. Right. That thanks brings for the question. Us, yeah, thanks question. for the question, hand of five. That was a good, good question. These two know more about sound than I do. It's more their uh, forte than mine. But yeah, we appreciate all the questions. And that brings us to the end of the podcast. It's ran on for a long time. I hope, Shell, when you listen back, I hope you made it safe out of there. And yeah. your new house is now not in Kansas. Left Kansas. <laughs> Left Kansas. <laughs> With you in it. Yeah, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, yeah, feel free to jump in our Discord. Any questions, put them in there. Appreciate everything and the listeners. That brings us to the end. Cheers for listening, people. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Extreme.